0: together the most powerful and effective trio in the history of mankind mm. the best threesome you've ever had mm. bringing shame to the doorsteps of jack janet and chrissy from three's company harry ron and hermione from harry potter buffy willow and zander from <laughs> B- buffy, buffy the vampire slayer B- luke leia and han from star wars <laughs> sutton jane and cat from the ball type <laughs> the three stooges the three amigos blink 182 charlie's angels messi suarez and neymar Destiny's Child, The Three Tenors, Snap, Crackle and Pop, Nirvana, The Beastie Boys, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, The Marx Brothers, Kirk, Spock and McCoy from Star Trek and The Three Little Pigs. Sheringham, Shearer, Sutton.
1: all <laughs> oh, that's just throwing
0: them in. Just throwing them in there. This is Whippets and Flatcaps. This is John Wilkin, Mark Flanagan and Will Perry. We're on iTunes, Podbean, your podcast provider at Whippets R L on Twitter. Any other uh, threesomes, Mark? You'd like to throw in? The
1: Holy Trinity at United: Law, Charlton, Best.
0: Yeah. Mm. Cool. What's the rugby league equivalent?
2: Ooh. Cameron Smith, Billy uh, Slater, Cooper Cronk. Ooh. ooh. A fire, Edwards, Bottica. Oh. He <laughs>
1: doesn't in <naming> three players.
2: <laughs> yeah, but they were the, they were like key players. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they have to have, <laughs> have a connection. Of, that's the connection. Yeah. yeah, they're all married sisters. The Norlands, they did. The Norlands <laughs> Is
0: sisters like from the Wigan, N- yeah. They did, did they? Yeah, yeah. they all married. From three, they Pat- married.
2: There was three from there was St. triplets. Pat's Club. Triplets, Um one of the props at St Jude's had triplets, and then those three married him.
3: Hmm.
0: Wow. Shearer Shellingham, mm. Shira Shellingham Rashatten, Shira Shellingham Rashatten, Shira. They never played
3: for
2: the same time. <laughs> No, I just thought they played for England around the same time. Ibatica. No, yeah. Shearer, Sheringham, and Sheringham. I didn't only Shearer. play it a couple of times. Yeah, though. no, I was just, I was just, I was thinking. He was joking, he was
1: joking. Shearer you know when and you get something wrong, you say, I was only no, joking. No, no, Shearer and Sheringham were, were, yeah, they, they were dead set. That was, I was a double. Gonna say, I was, That was you two last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Shearer and Sheringham. Well, oh, we were.
2: Yeah, we were. We did. Well, did we, More York we, and Cole, weren't we? I was, yeah, what did you do? You set me up and I finished one out of every eight chances. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you weren't here last week? Yeah. Where were you? I was on my
1: holidays. Where, where, where exactly? At uh, Marbella. Why were you in Marbella? Because we had time off. But where exactly were you? Um, I'd rather not say because. Why? Just because I don't want Whippets fans following me, sending an, you. No, on no, the not exactly. I'm not saying
2: not exactly, but what, where, what just, property were you in? Just outside. But what sort of property was it? Was it a hotel? <laughs> um, little, little flat. <laughs> Whose flat. Daddy's. Ah, it's <laughs> <He's> a family <laughs> flat. <laughs> yeah but That's i listened
1: good. to the show did you
2: mm. did, any thoughts anything? Yeah. i
1: was
0: disappointed in you <laughs> we haven't heard from you for a while
1: yeah know. i was disappointed you in you both. Out? have you fallen out <laughs> with us not quite dis uh not quite fallen out but i was disappointed have you in you both. Out with me more than john um, yeah definitely probably yeah go on let's let's get it let's just no, it. do you know what i would do but everything i say you're just gonna just interrupt me either, so. <laughs> no no we're not we're gonna give you we are gonna give
0: you the platform you deserve okay well, you had about you had about twenty minutes talking
1: about me, didn't you? Yeah. And after the show finished, I thought, D- do they like value me as a friend? Because oh, oh I don't no, Why Have you gone exa- there? Exa- exactly. You've gone to You've people. interrupted again. But a lot of things got brought to, brought up. Um, apparently, I've gone bald about eight times, according to you two. No, I, I asked the question. Can you go bald twice? Yeah. Well, I've not you been bald once. i not. Well, I just shaved my head, and it didn't look great, so I've grown it back.
0: Plus, use a bit of shampoo. <laughs> plus, I've grown it back. Plus, so let's deal with that bit first. When you were listening to the hair section, what? How are you feeling? He's had twenty six weeks
2: to deal with it. To be fair, yeah, far, so but he's, I'm, he's I'm probably...
1: just I'm surprised that how much mileage you get out of me having okay. slightly thin hair. Well, right, well, let's forget the hair. But no, but you you think there's some great shame in having in going bald, don't you, Will? Mm. you do well,
0: why me not John there's
2: more you, <laughs> you, you that? that's an unbelievable response. you're York
1: and you tee him up for the Andy Cole finish aren't you <laughs> yeah exactly you think there's some great with Jordan as well, Great they? embarrassment with going bald and there isn't really is there mm. Mm. having mm-hmm. Botox is probably more embarrassing who said that John no using right. drugs to enhance your physique is probably more embarrassing John using fake, tan, about that? Using fake tan is probably more embarrassing oh that's me yeah um, there's a lot more things that are more embarrassing but you know just we're all friends I'm we're getting all...
2: the brunt of this aren't I John Del Boy Rodney Boise. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah been thinking of that for a while So, uh, so no yeah I, well look we give, we give Mark a tough time but I, I would expect it if I wasn't there for you two to rinse me but mm. you know so you felt hurt Marvel. Mark but you
1: um disrespected, <laughs> <Okay>. disrespected. <laughs> right. my, my value on this podcast was called into question as well yeah um, yeah, well, I don't say a lot, do I? Because hmm. everyone knows in Rugby League that John Wilkin likes the sound of his own voice. Correct. Um, Will likes to justify his place on this podcast by <laughs> just coming out with <laughs> shit gags and interrupting people. I have to, you to cover you to, co- to cover up the fact that he does fuck all about Rugby League. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just sit back and just... It's like you it know, all in your stride, mate. I'm a little one-liners. Yeah. Don't contribute an awful lot, but I'm here. So you listen
0: to the whole show, <laughs> did he?
1: 99% of it, yeah.
0: Um, but, but you're glad to be back? Mm,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look this. There's an indifference to his tone. Nah. Do you think we word. could get
1: back to where we were before? I think you've got a bit of work to do, if I'm honest. Yeah. And
2: John, I mean, I'm getting a
1: lot of, um, I'm, I'm a lot yeah, of the looks off. I'm 65
2: 35. <laughs> well, I told you, eight chances I convert one of them. <laughs> Andy Cole you're your dribbling
1: I just thought you were a bit mean <laughs> don't you dare
2: don't with, you dare with, with the autistic stuff yeah well that
1: got brought up didn't it what yeah. autistic stuff apparently I'm autistic we all are yeah no no
2: we say, I thought that's what we said we're all autistic yeah but my
1: um, mental health problems got brought up more than not that <laughs> i an autism says you've
0: got mental health I problems I think we've broke. all
2: got mental health problems
0: but
1: yeah Oh, I've just I thought I
0: was just a bit of a low blah Well, can I, can I be the the first to, to apologise, Matt?
1: I don't think you're you're not
2: sincere with what you <laughs> say. I think he is. No. Look. Now it will say I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Matt. I don't think you are. I'm not sorry. He'd only do the same to me if I was not Ian. He's been he's been not, he's not, playing the not, victim. Not to the extent. Don't listen to the pity party that's going on here. Not he's playing the, the victim. Not the he suckered you in. Will no? I am.
1: I was disappointing you both. I'm walking <laughs> you both
2: Should we? Can we? Can we have a hug? Or?
1: Maybe afterwards.
0: Yeah. Mm. I've got headphones on. Yeah.
2: It'd be weird, yeah. would not it? Clashing headphones, <laughs> microphones in the way. Clashing wow. of
0: microphones. John, I didn't realize I mean, when we were sat here drinking that 1985 bottle of Margot, I didn't realize we were we were going to make such a an impact. No. It's sometimes.
2: Impact. You know, maybe after the second glass, things. <laughs> you know, we started to just become a bit more liberal with our descriptive sort of ways with Mark but you know he wasn't here it, we, he was missed for what it's worth mm, didn't, didn't, didn't feel sound like, like it didn't feel <laughs> didn't like didn't feel feel it like but it, he no. was um, we're glad he's back
0: and the ratings were shattered you know no one listened to it no one listened no. to
2: us no, no no so hopefully this week with, human scam. with um Mark you have a lot what, of what did I do last week? Anyone?
0: Oh. John, what did you do you last week? You watched
2: the team who beat you in the Challenge Cup semi-final yeah. win the Challenge Cup. Yeah, I went to do the BBC stuff, mm. Challenge Cup final, mm. um, which was nice. Um, really weird experience being at Wembley with so few people there. Mm. In all due
1: respect. Well, apparently, the last few years, the attendances haven't been great, but it's been masked by the
2: club, Club Wembley. Club Wembley. They chuck a 10,000 on.
1: They chuck yeah, a bit on, don't they? Yeah, because but there's still... an
2: assumption those tickets are being used, but that 10,000, the ring around the middle of the stadium is not used. But that being said, it, to close a tier of a stand and then, for example, I spoke to somebody from the RFL and they said, look, well, it was that sparsely seated on the top ring, we thought, well, let's drop everyone down and make it appear full on the bottom ring. But when they did that, people had specifically purchased tickets above the Royal box, you know, halfway line, had sat there for, you know, know, it's not as easy as that, is it? You know, just let's move people around, so. Did it it, feel shit, the atmosphere? no, No, it felt great, the atmosphere was great, but it just, a little bit of me died inside and I was looking and thinking, this isn't right, it's wrong. We shouldn't be doing this, and don't get me wrong. There's lots of factors why it was like that. Obviously, Catalan Dragons only had two and a half thousand fans there. If, if for example, Saint Helens, if we'd would done our job and actually got to the final, it would have been seventy-five thousand, maybe.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and that that ultimately is the difference. But so what could they've done? Therein lies the problem. Is the Challenge Cup final, and I'm sure Mark will come care with me with this. Was has become a game supported by the teams who make its fans
1: yeah it's a big occasion it, it, and a big crowd if one of five teams are there it
2: used to be or two or five teams, well, I, teams when i was a young rugby player i went to watch whoever played there you got tickets there was a bus full of your your team that you know you'd there'd be a 100 people that from your your rugby club go and it all you would all be neutral fans you wouldn't particularly be supporting any team and I think it's become just a day out for the fans of each team that get there now. And there's less neutrals. I think noticeably less, because when we haven't been getting there over the last 10 years, unfortunately, I've been working for the BBC, so I have been there every year. And I've, I've, I've noticed that there's less neutrals. And if there are neutrals, do you know what? They're much older. There's not a lot of young yeah. neutrals there.
1: I agree with that. I think a lot of young neutrals go to the Magic Weekend. I've got family, friends or acquaintances who go and I'm quite surprised that they go to the Magic Weekend and it's like yeah it's a great day out and it. they speak in the same language and the same enthusiasm that I think people used to speak about the, the Challenge Cup Final in terms of a novelty
2: and it's a day out and it's an occasion but they've, that's the RFL's own challenge then, aren't they because they've created something that competes directly with the Challenge Cup Final and it, realistically do you know what the RFL and the game put more effort into the production of the Magic Weekend than they do the Challenge Cup Final I thought it was interesting that Eddie Hearn and his
1: dad Barry were there. Were there, and uh, not the maybe not the royal box, but they they were there when the, the the trophy was was being handed out, and they were on that that line of dignitaries. Mm. And Eddie Hearn was tweeting about it, and how much of a great day he had, and how he'd enjoyed it, and learnt so much. So he could tell you one of the players' names, though. No, Jamie, Jamie Peacock, Jamie Peacock, only one. i will
2: tell you that get get your, the full bet. Good job <laughs> but um, Remi Casty. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I think. Look, the game. I think for me, I can't help but feel rugby league is 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 in a dangerous spot. I feel like like we need to start selling out these big games but it would have been a sellout if you'd been there um,
3: we, we can't rely yeah, but you on can't,
2: that that's what I'm saying that's, that's the problem you can't rely upon the, that's why the same few teams keep getting to the finals and maybe that's made people lazy because you do sell 75,000 tickets if Holland, you know we can get there but ultimately we need to make that event that great that people want to go what have they done well at the Magic Weekend there's bands on there's dancers there's it's encouraged to wear fancy dress, people are drinking. It's in a city where the bars are near, you can dip in and out and that. Whereas, realistically, you put on a rugby match in an industrial estate in North London and say to fans, get there, it's a bit of a nightmare to get to. And when you get there, what are we going to have? A brass band and we're going to sing Abide With Me. And then eventually, what we're going to have is some... Obscure sort of guy to hand over a trophy. A stand in an industrial estate—that's how to polish a turning. Well, exactly. But <laughs> no, what I'm saying is you've got—we've got, to, we've got yeah. to sell it more. That's
1: right? that's that's why Eddie Holmes there. I think yeah. the rugby league are trying to get him involved yeah. with the Challenge Cup and maybe have it as part of his stable of sports, and he'll be used to help to promote it because I think mm. something—not maybe not drastic—needs to be done, but I think things need to change because it is seen as. The, yeah. the, the second class competition in our, in our sport
2: yeah and people are skin like all of the big things that you need to pay for in rugby league have been back-ended mm. so they're all at the back end of the season and it's the summer holidays people yeah. are away 100%. last couple of weeks before people go back to school and all that Bank crap. holiday the last bank holiday yeah. where families are doing things and look two big things for me one is we need to get a genuine act on at halftime make the halftime show something like the nfl super bowl Something like that—a genuine, some that, another reason to be there. Tricks. Yeah, Ed Sheeran mm. or Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen, family, f- your friend, you, you know yeah. him. Get yeah. him down. Could get yeah. him down. That's Sorry, extent. Bruce. If, if it's not that dinner. type of area. Yeah. Why so vegan?
0: <laughs> so you said you died inside, John, when yeah. you looked around and some of the seats yeah. were empty. Did he die inside? Because you weren't on the pitch.
2: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, did you? Probably more so. In fact, that the, the sense of. Uh, impending doom was probably brought on by the fact that we weren't there but mm. so go on you sort of get used feel? to it don't you after, it after 10 years you get used to not being there yeah but you were so close to being there this time yeah no it was it was but it did not make it look you've, I've had plenty of time to deal with that so just get in there and you turn on the professional mode don't you I suppose mm. I, I had a job of work to do while I was there try not to dwell and you know, hang around there too long. On your downfall.
0: Um, so yeah. go on, take us behind the scenes, chappers. Who who's your little team? Awesome. Oh, Chapman,
2: Chapman, oh, Nobby. Noble,
0: Nob- Wilkin, Nobby, your Noble, friend. Peacock, Oh, another th- another trio.
3: Sessions,
0: <laughs> sessions. <laughs> Chapman, Noble, Wilkin, the Sessions,
2: Sessions. It was uh, it's a good crack. Um, who's your favourite out of them? Uh, oh. Ooh, chappers. Is it? It's oh, he's most high profile, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, got a Coops, he's got a yeah. Coots bank account. Does but, it? That's why I'm friends with him. But Brian Noble didn't come to your wedding. Chappers did. Mm-hmm, was Nobby invited? Nobby was invited but he was driving around Yorkshire <laughs> with a German war helmet on <laughs> so he couldn't Not attend. a Nazi one driving, a war Helm, war driving his it. bike driving his bike and subordinates will not be tolerated <laughs> That
0: picture he sent us was absolutely fantastic but we need to, <laughs> Did we have a tweet Yeah you know, I put it up there Yeah, yeah. 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 It was fantastic so yeah. Any no, it's little, good, any good little good. things that we, oh, we well, take behind the scenes what, that we what, didn't see
2: on TV What I found interesting was the really casual racism towards the French you know not it's obviously not racism xenophobia point. it is let's what is the stereotypical French man describe it he's Perry got, he's got onions hanging from a hat which it is like a b- b-
0: dark blue beret he's got a sort of sailor, stripy t-shirt yes. uh, he's got a trickle <laughs> flag in his hand uh, and he's he's he, he cannot he tries to speak English <laughs> like this what would he smell of
1: onions onions or garlic yours well same <laughs> I got on a
2: train from High Wycombe. It's my father-in-law's uh, birthday. So happy, b- happy birthday. Happy birthday to Have John's birthday, father. birthday, Andrew. Yeah. Andrew, yeah. Happy Andrew and, yeah. Bloody good blow. Yeah. Produced a great girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lovely girl. Um, mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. I was I going to say? Uh, you distracted me. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> oh, thinking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. My wife. Oh, um, my, my wife. No, yeah, so we w- got the train in from High Wycombe. Didn't realise that frugal rugby league fans had all drove to High Wickham to get on the train to Wembley. Like, I just didn't see it coming anyway. Got on the train. Mm. As soon as I got on the train was the stench of raw onions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Whoa what's going on here, 10 oh. to my right, 50 blokes in the archetypal sort of French outfit. So onions. they weren't French, these guys? No, they were from Wakefield. They were from Wakefield. And they were like, John, can we get a picture? I was like, yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. I went bloody smells of onions in here. Went, yeah, yeah, Dave, David, five raw onions. He can't <laughs> stop being sick. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. <laughs> 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 there was these, they were absolutely smashed, all these guys dressed in French, like bear bellies. and I was like, I wonder if the French dressed up as English. <laughs> what would they do? Roast beef. But what would they do? What would we wear? Mm. 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 What is our, would it be a tracksuit? What's our
0: stereotype? Would
2: it be a tracksuit? I
0: think now it would be a tracksuit, wouldn't it? Yeah. Now I was, it was just trying to think what our national dress is.
1: It's different for different areas, isn't it? If it was Manchester, it would be like the, the, the sideburns, gelled forward, the cap-a-track suit, <laughs> walking, walking like, you yeah. know, bears. Oasis. Yeah, For happy Mondays.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think we have a stereotype, do no. we? But they—they're obsessed with calling us roast beef. So maybe this yeah. is a just the kind of just have giant some joint of beef. I think a joint of
2: beef and just drinking pint of bitter.
0: Mm, pathetic. What a what a pathetic stereotype.
2: I know. But it? anyway, it made me laugh getting on this train, and you could smell onions. And the people on the train—you got to bear in mind—they don't know what about <laughs> rugby league. They don't know what rugby league's going on. They're like, "Why is there loads of really it's weird great. northern I've, men eating onions? Game, isn't it? Raw onions? Why?" <laughs> why god
0: damn it so so when we talk about things being a success was it was it a success apart from the crowd i mean we're going to speak to someone later who has a very great angle on it from a french point of view but with with a french team winning it does that not spice it up a bit for next year
2: yeah i think the the biggest success of the day was the game and the players have <clears throat> essentially you know, I had to chat with somebody after the game and his words to me, and this is not my opinion, this is what he said. He said, the players have bailed the game out again mm. because if it had been a flat game and it had been a naff game, you know, whenever we need the players to step up and this guy I was chatting to me, he said, 1995, the World Cup, You know that was on at that time was going to be an absolute bomb, and it was the death of rugby league was sort of signposted after this, nineteen ninety five, and then we had two or three games in that World Cup that just set everyone's like minds alight, and then everyone sort of you know forgot about it and they move on. Well, Catalan winning and not only winning but winning in what was I thought an unbelievably entertaining game rescued the, the occasion because. It gave us a story, it gave us history, and as as our guest will speak about, it gave a country who's got roots in rugby league something. And and that made it interesting. The game made it interesting. The execution of the event, the way it looked, you know, and all that, we need to work we just need to work at it. And there's loads of challenges and I'm not I'm not slagging anybody off in particular here. But I just think we need to work on selling out the Challenge Cup final and things like the Magic Weekend, being very close to the playoffs and the grand final the scheduling of the cup where we've got too many weeks between and all long drawn out of uh, All of these things contribute to make it really difficult to sell that game out. Let's sell the Challenge Cup final out and sell the grand final out. And then, look, then we've got something to play with, I think.
1: We mentioned this earlier in the, in the podcast, didn't we, that perhaps taking a round of the Challenge Cup, maybe the, the one before the quarterfinals, and having that as a magic weekend. And then... And then you've still got the, uh, like a, a bonanza of rugby league in, in a set venue over a set weekend. And then that'll be a great lead up to the final because
2: there's interest from all the clubs and all the, all the fans already. Why not do the quarters as the magic weekend? Quarters where you've got four games, or it could be, you know, four games in a day off, two, you know what I'm saying? Then the semis is two games in one day, then the final. Yeah. do you know what I mean you'd have, you'd have buy-in from fans yeah. then who'd, who'd automatically pick the,
1: uh, the Magic Weekend would, would attend that and there's, the, there's interest in the cup then there's interest in, in that spectacle there we go man
0: there we go but then I get excited a lot of people I heard, I heard Dave Woods and Stuart Pike going on about it on Five Live about how they and a lot of rugby league fans want it to go back to the beginning of the season as in and they, they were saying May is kind of the logical place yeah. for it to go not the beginning of the season but towards the beginning of the season so I, surely just from a pure neutral's point of view You look at that and think Can you get geared up that early for
2: a final? You have to When you're a few, weeks, when you're a few months well, into a season 2005, I played at Wigan at, at the Millennium Stadium in May My first Challenge Cup final was in May mm. So we had one of our first rounds Two or three weeks into the year You know It was just We played the top five teams To get to Wembley that year To get to the Millennium Stadium that year and it was just part of your psyche like why but are you going to have the best rugby that, you know, the rugby evolves over a season doesn't yeah, it yeah exactly but was, we played our best rugby in round one Who's mm. <laughs> used to say look form is not like a, just a gradual crescendo that peaks at the grand final did you watch the grand final last year mm. Leeds and Cass it was one of the drabbest games Shikes. you've yeah. ever seen it was mm. one of the worst games of the year but it was mm. the grand final so the timing of it is irrelevant. From a performance point of view, you are ready to play round one. Don't get me wrong, two, three, four rounds into the year, you still find your feet. But by four weeks in, everyone's hitting the straps. People find form at different times. The final being in May is just a non-issue for me. And do you know what it did actually? It creates two parts to the season. So you've got a big game in May and then you've got a really nice big run up to the grand final couple of things, cash flow-wise, you don't have to shell out twice really quickly to support a big game. Plus, I think it gives other teams who come out the blocks quick a chance to get to a big game. You know, get to a big game. Some teams that start the season like House on fire. Well,
1: last season, we, we won, I think, nine from 11. Mm. and we, There's a good chance we could have, could have got there because we played Wigan in the semi uh, and we lost by about eight or ten points. But had that game been um, a couple of months earlier when we had more of troops on deck it could have been a different story yeah. so from a selfish point of view that, that that would have been beneficial
2: to us yeah we came after the Challenge Cup final in May we were unbeaten till May won the Challenge Cup final beat Wigan and then 2004 from May till the end of the year we would have we finished from that point second bottom of the league mm. if you'd have the league had started there we were just celebrating too much no we, well we had a lot of things Martin Gleeson had long he had a bet on us to to lose a game and then Oof. Oof. That didn't go down so well Oof. No. Shit. But yeah now we got some some. I think some interesting talking points Off the yeah. back of the challenge But we need to address it as well Like the game is all about We can be real positive about loads of stuff But let's be honest We need some, to address some things Basics So on the flip side To the challenge cup And to a final And to Wembley
0: Mark The qualifiers
3: mm-hmm.
0: You're doing pretty well in the qualifiers Yeah we've well. won
1: We've yeah. won three games in a row top of the um, qualifiers? On goal difference I think we are
3: Yeah, yeah. On goal so, difference
0: <laughs> But uh, do you know what Because obviously it's going next year And we were talking to Robert Elston about it I quite like the qualifiers I hate the qualifiers Do you? But I think from, mm. a, from a Again A neutral point of view It's, it's quite exciting In terms of Who is going to end up In those positions To play the million pound game In terms of how How they reset the points I find it's, it An interesting dynamic It's tough on the clubs For one uh, the, You can't plan for the next season
1: Really It's, mm. it's I was I was speaking to, to Ian Watson, our coach, about um, next year and possible recruitment and what we're looking at and how the squad's looking and in terms of lads coming through. And he said, well, we can't really make any decisions until we know what we're doing. Uh, and I think that's the same for probably seven out of those eight clubs, mm. even the ones that are coming up, it'd be, it'd be hard for the teams from the championship to recruit if they did go up at, at, sh- at such short notice. I think it's tough for the players in terms of, um, as soon as a Super League club would get relegated, their their contracts become void, so we're all basically playing for our livelihoods, uh, which is it's tough for, for lads that aren't earning great money compared to other sports. They've got mortgages to pay, they've to sign a two or three year contract and, and based and plan the life around that, and then to have it put in jeopardy for, for a couple of games or for a few weeks it is pretty tough. Mm. Obviously, it's, it's good for viewing figures, but as a professional and, and a player and um, and on behalf
2: of the club, it is, it is quite quite tough, I think. Mm. So the, the game wants jeopardy, doesn't it, in every game that's played? So this structure was brought in to bring jeopardy, wasn't it? So every game, there were consequences from losing. Well, yeah, you kind of get that that's... What it tries to achieve, but the inevitable thing is that if you win and you are near the top, the games mean more than when you are in the middle and there's not much happening. Yeah, like it's just inevitable. But, so as long as there's jeopardy at the top and at the bottom, I'm not bothered if there's dead rubbers in the middle. I'm really not bothered.
1: Yeah, because there's always going to the be, be dead rubbers in any sport, whether it's the premiership towards the end of the season
3: yeah.
1: or the yeah. rugby union, whatever. I think, I think they do need promotion relegation, but I think one up, one but down is a more logical but way, but that, way to do it. The, but there are, are dead no rubbers dead rubbers though, though, now, they are
0: there? they sell a season ticket. But that's what is so great about Super League, qualifiers, Super Eight. Now, there are no dead rubbers. There are. at Wakefield, I've got four dead rubbers now. Yeah. Wakefield, Cold, but like Catalan, Catalan can make the top four. Yeah
1: no can they no. I don't know yeah. they might be able to yeah, I think the, the the top four is pretty much nailed on
0: yeah, but they could still get, they could
1: yeah still the, get mathematically them. I think they can but, yes.
2: I, but yeah but well there's a few clubs where there are dead rubbers but what I'm saying is that at the top of the league you earn the right to play in big games at the mm. bottom of the league you unfortunately have to fight for your living and in the middle is where there are
3: nah,
0: nah. Mm.
2: So, so Rob Elston
0: wants to go back to a one up one down yep. but surely it would be even more exciting to have a one up one down so bottom you know Bottom goes down, top goes up from the champ, but then second plays second bottom as a playoff. Some sort of you know that that, dra- that million pound game is mm.
2: fascinating for people mm, to watch. Fucking hated it. Yeah, for you to play in
3: it's, oh. yeah. Yeah, it. Is yeah, it's drama though, isn't it?
2: It is entertainment. You know, it's all
1: glorified entertainment. Yeah, so but then yeah,
2: I don't know. I I think look, it, we would do. We need to sell out the big games, they create an interest. Uh, you know, a game it's five weeks from the end of the year. What was it there to do to just get fans to start coming mm. and make sure that we had competitive games throughout the season? Well, look, not every game is competitive. You can't fight for something if there's nothing to fight for. Mm. We well, yeah. fight for mediocrity. Let's fight to be in the middle. Fight. Let's really for fight. Right Let's be for in the middle.
1: mediocrity.
2: They should do that. They should do the top four and the bottom four, their playoff, and yeah. then the middle eight. All retire for the season.
3: Mm, well. So
0: uh, one one other thing we'll talk about, which comes into it with TV, because you know that million pound game is on Sky. It gets decent figures, doesn't it? Purely because of the the sort of gladiatorial looking from the outside, because so much is on the line. Not just a million pounds, which isn't on
2: the line, is it? But. No. But even that, you know what I'm saying? It's you know, like Doctor Evil when it's he tacky. tries to suggest yeah, yeah. the sum of money, and it's is like it? so far out of what's cool. Yeah, you know, like basically Cristiano Ronaldo, like he, <laughs> one he million misses, dollars, he puts one million million pounds worth of diesel and petrol in his cars what, per week, <laughs> and it's the RFL have come out with the the million pound game. Mm.
0: <laughs> but you know, that's yeah, there there are tacky things, which is. I don't know. Part, been part and parcel of the game, hasn't it, over the years? Which is mm. they're trying to eradicate. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, that's also what keeps a lot of people, you know, dressing up as French guys with onions, eating raw onions. That, that's
1: part. How long of, may if, it continue? But
2: what's the evidence that this has worked? A Super League attendance is up this year. No, I couldn't tell you. Is TV audience getting bigger? No, I couldn't tell you. Is the Challenge Cup finals sold out or nearly well, no, sold out? only because it was a French no. team in the final. But no. Well, just, I'm looking at all Saints. Uh, the Warrington would have sold out, wouldn't it? No. I don't no. think it would have been a sellout, but it'd have have it would have been a lot better.
0: 80.
3: Yeah.
0: So, c- compared to 10 years ago, it would have been a lot lower. Yeah. So Sky's coverage is being slammed. That's the general sort of theme I get. People aren't happy with Sky's coverage. Robert Elston was saying that, obviously, he has to look potentially for, com- not to change Sky, but uh, or to get rid of Sky, but for competitors, to make it a competitive market. I, when I watch it, and I watch a lot of sport on different stations and a lot of American sports, so I think
2: Sky's coverage is brilliant. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think it's lazy to always blame the broadcasters for the game's problems. I think when something's maybe followed a format for so long, I think there's there's maybe a, a, a shout to refresh it, to make it feel... Spice it up a bit. Yeah, make it feel a bit more vibrant and new. And, and you know, I think that, that can certainly be, be brought into question. Um, the game's problems are, are, are sort of far and wide. I don't think... The problem is that the only visibility the game has is on Sky. So people are critical of the Sky of Sky's coverage because people in rugby are inherently very critical people, aren't they? Yeah, criticize heavily everything in the game, the clubs, their own clubs, the the bus that they get to the away games. We criticize all the, sports are though, aren't they? Yes, they are. Of course, they, they're open for criticism. But Sky, for me, uh, financially, have done the game a huge service. Yeah. Uh, that being said, does that mean that you shouldn't be able to challenge them to do better? I don't think so. Let's get that. To the, you know, the Monday night football for me is 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 genius, isn't it? On Sky, yeah. I think the depth, the insight, the analysis. I think we can we can certainly get somewhere. Mm. We'd, we'd be good on there, wouldn't we? Well, yeah. Well, you
0: would be. I've
2: got a touchscreen installed in my garage.
0: Yeah, and Jamie's, and Jamie's back with us now, isn't he? After uh, splitting it, that. Poor little girl on the motorway. He's back, He's
3: back doing <laughs> his job.
0: I told you he'd get a second chance. And, he, and he'll probably get a third or a fourth chance. Give him yeah, a second. <laughs> but no, I think just last year on that point, Rob Elson was talking about. Do you remember he said to us, he said, even if a Chinese company, not in these exact words, but even if a, in a Chinese media company, <laughs> I'm going to end up in court here, aren't I? Yeah. Even if a Chinese media company.
3: You keep came saying into, Chinese into, media into, That's what he said. That's what yeah. For, foreign what, media said.
0: company. Yeah, but you mentioned China and he said, even if they came in and, and offered, you know, 15 times more, uh, then that's what he would go with because he, his remit at the moment is to bring money into the game. He needs money into the game mm. to, to as a starting point. But then the actual kind of risk of taking it elsewhere and taking it away from Sky would be colossal, wouldn't it? Because it does have a, mm. or a niche cult, but huge audience within within mm. rugby league. Well,
2: yeah I suppose it does but you'd have to ask Sky about what do they get what's the viewing figures for a Thursday night game it's probably as big as it could be 80, 000, yeah well I mean as big
0: as the people you know What we talk about our podcast there's only a certain amount of people that are going to listen to it there's only going to be a certain amount of people who watch that sport you know? on Sky because it's a small sport in geographically a yeah, small and it, area that's, of the, that's the part of the problem Corridor with,
2: with Sky isn't it that it's on Sky Arena which is 408 it's mm. not on 401. If the games are on 401, there's 30, 40,000 people, more, more people watch it. Mm. If Rugby League's on BBC1 instead of BBC2, there's yeah. half a million extra people Maybe watch it.
0: Maybe if it goes in HD, you know, uh, who knows? Who 406 four would be better than
2: 408, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, let's just aim for 407. Yeah,
1: then
0: we'll work from there. We'll yeah. put it in standard definition and hopefully a oh, couple of people... I'll just chuck it around 910 near Babe Station. I would turn on my TV. And... I wouldn't even watch Babe Station in standard definition. You wouldn't? No. What about Red Hot Housewives? No, Desperate. That is. Well, that is good Red Hot House, mm. it? Um, but you know who watches things in standard definition so oh, I'm saying these things those things are hold, hold the game back they're a
2: cost thing though aren't they sure yeah
1: but is somebody not going to watch rugby league because it's not in
0: HD me would you not no I wouldn't watch anything that's not in HD <laughs> I wouldn't watch anything that's not in HD I wouldn't watch, <laughs> EastEnders, <laughs> I wouldn't watch EastEnders if it wasn't in HD it's you really want to you want to analyse Phil Mitchell's furrows on his brow it's 2018 there's another trio isn't it Peggy, Phil and, and Grant yeah I'd be, which I'll be Grant Arfield. You, you, you're telling me you would you would sit there and donate ninety minutes if you're talking about football, eighty minutes if you're talking about rugby, of your life. <laughs> so knowledgeable. To, you, you would you would you would you would dedicate that amount of time of your life to watch something in standard definition.
2: I'm um, I'm not as up on the industrial sort of the tech that you are, but it's like I think tech, what, it's your eyes. I know, but yeah, I agree. why not? That'd be. A I'd good rather watch it in HD, but I'm not all that bothered. But that, one yeah. thing I would change HD on Sky in about 15 is those big ago. robot things that have a big fight before the start of it. <laughs> and remember that one does a little? He does a cheeky little grubber into the corner and scores. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if you
1: notice, from one angle it looks like he's just about to get in the corner, but then they change camera angle and he's like about
0: five metres from is the garment,
1: yeah. Okay, so it's not so,
0: consistent, no. So making these comparisons then, okay, to what we've just been talking about with, not necessarily the million pound game as much, but the million pound game, the Challenge Cup final and the grand final. So what does the grand final do right that the Challenge Cup final hasn't done? And, and why is that such a success? the grand what do you mean what's the grand well, final everything, do, right? everything that goes with it you know so are we slamming the grand final as well grand final day could that improve could that be better
2: 100% yeah yeah as much as,
0: as, as much as the, the challenge haven't cup haven't got final. as much
1: work to do as the challenge cup well we promote,
2: I mean. we promote the grand final more than the challenge cup final Sky's coverage promotes the grand final as the pinnacle of the game all challenge the time challenge cup finals on terrestrial TV yeah no, but the challenge cup finals not particularly referenced all that much on Sky
1: They'll, they'll be building no
2: around Manchester Sky. in the lead up to the grand final. But no one watches Sky. That's my no, point. No, but what I'm saying is, rugby league specific fans are buying tickets to go to rugby league events. Mm. Rugby league fans watch rugby league on Sky. Yeah. So I'm saying we promote the grand final. The game has actually started promoting the grand final as the pinnacle of the sport. It's the ultimate, it's the best. And in that sort of rhetoric, the, the importance of other events in the sport are, are, are lost. I think that's where the grand final has succeeded. But it, it still needs it still needs work, the grand final, doesn't it? We still can do it better. We can do it all better. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have a band on at half-time, and it's usually a band that you haven't heard of for 14 years. Yeah. James were on before we played. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. But then it'll be like somebody like Supergrass. Who, I love Supergrass. Supergrass, yeah, Supergrass. Yeah, no, I do. But but where they've not exactly Anybody been smashing else? it out recently. Anybody else? Um Embrace. Oh. What was their song? Embrace?
0: That's how we're gonna start this Let week's me podcast. Feel your embrace.
2: And good good people
3: listen to me. Listen listen
2: to them. Them. Oh no, them i hate them. I thought it was listen I can't. I'm not putting that music on at the beginning. Anyway. Yeah, I think we can do we can do both better. It's yeah. not like no, so I
0: like, I am after genuine because you said like oh yeah we can have a better DJ we can have a better you know we can yeah. get some of the old former captains on the pitch like, is that is that the kind of thing you're talking about? Yeah, I'm just talking
2: about like have you watched you've watched the Super Bowl halftime show, haven't you? Yeah. Why not do thirty minute halftime for the Challenge Cup final? Why not? Mm. But does, not that get not,
0: does that not take away from what we're actually watching? No. Because the Super Bowl, to, no. to to sort of everyone in Manchester here who's not interested in NFL, is all about, oh, Justin Timberlake, Beyonce's playing half there. They don't care about the, the actual sport. It's about They like, do. It's, but the focus is purely on that halftime show. But what's
2: it? valuable about NFL is that everybody... The Super Bowl, is it sold out now? Mm. Yes. Yeah, well, and the people we'll, at the yeah. Super Bowl supporting, of all New York Giants fans, bought tickets just in case to get there. America's quite a big country though, John. I, I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying, yeah, it well, is, that but yeah. doesn't mean that you can use it as an an example. Yeah. Is that the best sports event that's put on ever? The, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Pr- probably isn't it? Yeah. yeah the so then why sports, not so. let's just try
0: and learn from it and do some bits like it? Who was it? Diana? No, Diana, When did Diana Ross miss a penalty? That was soccer, wasn't it? Remember Diana Ross missing a penalty half time yeah. somewhere? It might have been Super Bowl. Anyway.
2: So who would you have on? I'd like somebody like Ed Sheeran, somebody local. No, I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> 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 he's got local. size, he's got pace, he's, he's a local, local lad, man. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just imagine Ray French on Burbyson Radio Merseyside. side. No, I've got it. We've got this we've Oasis. Ted Sheeran singing. <laughs> Oasis's Comeback.
0: Yeah. Thirteenth of October. Manchester. Simon. Oasis Moran. Oasis Comeback. And don't it tell anyone. Don't tell anyone.
2: Puts on all the big concerts. Simon. Simon, yeah. do it, Simon. Simon. put a concert on, Simon. put on a, half, put on a half-time show. Simon, 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 Moran.
0: Simon. Moran. Simon. Moran. Simon. Simon, Simon, Moran. Simon, 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 S-J-M. Simon, 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 Simon. Should we get Simon on the podcast?
1: Yeah.
0: Mark, yeah. you know him well. Should have him around. I him
1: a bit, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's quite, um, quiet. He, does, he doesn't it's quite like, he's quiet, he doesn't
0: like the limelight. Well, nor do we, we're not of us do. Well, yeah, I don't. I
1: can ask him, yeah. Yeah, I think we're
0: good. We need to get an owner on. I want an owner's view on these things. So it's either Mark, your homework for this week, and it's great to have you back, by the way. Uh, is either Marwan Kukash or Simon Moran for next week, please? Jackson Hairston still wants to. <laughs> Jackson can go the week no, after that. No, no. I want a I want a super, super League former Super League owner or a current Super League owner.
1: On. Well, Johns was easy. He asked his fucking
0: wife, didn't he? Easy. Yeah. I didn't. No, no. But you know. I didn't. You could drop Simon a text, can we? I could. I'll, uh, yes. Yeah. I shall okay. do that. Okay, our special guest this week, gentlemen, is very, very special guest. Very special. Very special. Très spécial on dit français. He is the head of rugby and journalist at B in Sports, the exclusive broadcaster of the Super League in France. Um, I think we should put our hands together for Mr. Rodolphe <laughs> Perez. Not Robert Perez, Mark. He played for Arsenal didn't he? He did play for Arsenal <laughs> um, but I think Rodolphe could have played for Arsenal as well if he wanted to Rodolphe how are you?
4: I'm fine thank you very much thank you very much isn't it too much I mean for a start no no a closing <laughs> no it's too much but thanks anyway thanks no, guys it's just the it right together. amount just yeah. the
2: right amount of love for you
0: there <laughs> Rodolphe we have to talk firstly about the video because even people who don't care about rugby league who don't care about France who don't care about rugby league in France may have seen the video. It went everywhere. Your last 30 seconds of the commentary of the Challenge Cup final
4: went viral. Well, uh, actually, it's more than 30 seconds. Uh, and, uh, but Because I, I, I couldn't tell exactly how, how long it lasted. But it's, yeah, I, I'm surprised myself because I'm quite enthusiastic. Uh, I'm so mad about rugby league that it happens very often. But that day, on that particular day, the, the guy, from the uh, uh, production department of Bean Sports who uh, took this uh, he uh, uh, I didn't know that it was uh, going so uh, so quick it's been viral uh, and but it reflects actually what we felt uh, in this last minute of the game because we we were over the moon really and um, Louis and I my, my partner in crime Louis Bonnery and, yeah. yeah Louis Bonnery we've been working for 20 years uh, now it's a uh, our twentieth year together, and um, uh, it's it's an incredible reward for for him because he's so dedicated to rugby league. And I was at uh, uh, that moment we were crying. It, it, and really, we were crying. I mean, tears. Uh, we had tears in our in our in our eyes. We were really crying because it was so emotional. And I and I was thinking about it. It's funny, but. I was happy for the Dragons, of course, but I was happy for my colleague Louis because he deserves it. He's been giving his life to rugby league, and uh, it's a it's a big, very big reward. But talking about what we did, uh, it's not really professional because we are. <laughs> the, the, the The countdown is. I I, I was, to be honest, uh, I was embarrassed when I saw it because I, y- y- you see, you you know how you look like on television. Uh, I mean. Normally, but you're not in a in a normal state at that time. You <laughs> you're, you're someone else. So I I wrote at the same time. Is it really me? Because it, it was not very comfortable, to be honest. <laughs> is
0: that is that your normal style? I mean, do you when you commentate on games with Catalan normally or other rugby games? Do you, do you stand up? Are you as animated as that, or are you really in the moment more than ever?
4: No, yeah, I I do it. Uh, I have to confess that I'm I'm in a. Uh, i'm elsewhere to to to, to say uh, to say the truth when i commentate it's like when you you're in a bubble and you and whatever happens you you're in that bubble and many things cross your mind and then you i can get mad i can, can sad i can cry i can laugh and well it's emotion it's 100% emotion and well that's life isn't it you, th- there's no life without emotion and and it's a slice of life a game when you commentate a game it's not you bring what you have inside of you uh, you try to focus on the game but you're not a machine uh, maybe tomorrow we'll have machines commentating games but for now we still people and uh, that's why we put so much of ourselves in the game and and uh, well that's the way i i i work and on that particular day uh, last last weekend uh uh, many things came to my mind frustration from uh uh 2007 sorry john but (laughs) i keep (laughs) on thinking about this game and and well it's uh, uh it's been some sort of a relief because now um it's it's done it's like uh now okay we've done that we can go further and uh this is step one, I guess, and on a personal point of view, it's it is and it will last, I guess, one of the best memory in my in my all professional uh, career. But uh, uh, I don't know if I've been uh, better than the other days, but uh, but but really, I, I, w- I will never forget this this day. Really,
2: and before the game, obviously, the BBC did a, a big piece on. The, the Vichy government, the history of French rugby league, but just talk to us about this last twenty years where you've been involved in broadcasting. How much has the game changed in France? What has been its challenges, uh, and, mm. and how has it developed in that in just that last twenty years?
4: Well, we used to rely on in France on these uh, Vichy regime problems and the uh, this dark relationship between. Um, rugby union and the Vichy regime, Um, but uh, I've always been a rugby league fan. I I know I'm from a rugby league city uh, in the south of France, Albi, which is a rugby league city, and um, I've always been taught about what happened in the 40s and during the war and how rugby union used this uh, uh, collaboration uh, uh, regime with the German Nazis and use it against rugby league. And uh, sometimes I have to confess that I'm tired of this because we, we've we been through that. Rugby league has been really great in the 50s, uh, in the 60s, and then had some issues at the end of the 60s missing uh, all the key points uh, uh, on the way, like television, for instance. And in the last 20 years, I've been involved personally and, Professionally, because I've been involved as well as a president of amateur club, uh, as a player as well, old and bad player, grumpy player.
2: Uh, <laughs> sounds like john It's like, oh, true, yeah. I was yeah like, that sounds like, 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 me. like
4: oh. <laughs> 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 Well, yes, but we're less talented, yes, <laughs> to say the least, and uh, and I haven't been that much uh, improvement. I would say that the Catalan Dragons are. Certainly, the uh, the best thing that could happen to the to French rugby league, but uh, it's not enough. We're still struggling uh, to get uh, mainstream media's uh, to talk to us. We uh, just have you know that's France. We just have one sports paper, and they uh, didn't talk about the game since the uh, they haven't talked about the game since uh, uh, since many years, and they just talked about the, the victory. Uh, with a picture and a few lines, and that's it. No way. Oh, no uh, yeah. Article. Well, I was gonna, oh, we, we were going to ask you. Yeah, we this gonna, is not really fair.
0: So it wasn't front page headlines in France at all?
4: Uh, no, 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 to be honest, no, 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 no one really cares. This, this this, is a big problem because in you were talking about the last 20 years. We've been doing, I guess, I'm not the only one, but people involved in, in rugby league on television have been working really hard to get this uh, wonderful sport uh, on, on television and uh, well, even if we did this job, showing it to a lot of people, we're not just showing the French, uh, we're showing as well the, uh, the NRL and well the Super League, of course, international state of origin, even even the uh, mainstream media's uh, never talk about rugby league so the problem is here we lost in the way on the way we lost uh, the uh, schools we lost uh, universities and it's hard to develop a sport if you don't have those uh, roots and that's what we lack now roots we have to rebuild the whole culture because people lost the rugby league culture they don't know the former players and they don't know what they did if you ask someone playing rugby league now in france a young guy you, you tell him well do you know what time we beat Australia? The last time we beat Australia? He will never tell you 1978 because it's far away for him and he doesn't know because you don't hear that on uh, specialized shows about sports in France or even books. Or We have few books talking about rugby league. Maybe the best book ever about rugby league has been written by my friend Mike Rylands who is English. The Forbidden Game. And this is the story of French rugby league. So that's why we, uh, in the last 20 years, we tried our best to put back rugby league on television, but it's not enough. Television is one thing, but if you have a look at grassroots rugby league, uh, we're still struggling with the small clubs. Clubs are fading away. Even a very famous club disappeared from the map. And uh, what we saw uh, in Wembley was, Really, it warms my heart. Really, but we must not forget that uh, it's not enough. It's big, but beyond that, if you look beyond the curtain, it's not that that's funny.
1: And what do you see as the next steps for for, for French rugby league in terms of um, capitalising on on this this great um, victory for for Catalan Dragons and French rugby? How do you see growth from here? Is it is it with the amateur game? Is it with the juniors? Is it by Putting some money into the likes of Toulouse in, in, in terms of getting another really strong team down there. How, how do you see? How do you see the next steps?
4: Well, um, I was in Perpignan before the two clubs UTC and Tres Catalan merged, and uh, the uh, objective was clear: we need a, a big team to play and to apply for a, a spot in the in, in Super League, and we got it. But in the meantime. The amateur clubs lost players. union has been uh, more professional and uh, young players don't come much uh, to play rugby league. But anyway, what happened on, on Saturday, and you're right to spot this, maybe uh, we will get more young players to come and play rugby league. Maybe because they saw it on television, they saw it on, on the internet. Because if, even if we don't have that media coverage, mainstream media coverage, we still have the internet and we all know that just like what you're doing you're doing a podcast and it's it's so powerful we know the power of the internet and that's what i say to uh uh, i i i was on the train with a a young guy he was 14 years old and he's playing rugby league he told me now i can go to find my friends and tell them look this is a winning team we have a, a winning side in the super league they won a uh, historical trophy in England. So join me and come with me and come to play uh, rugby league. So the big improvement for me was also to show to uh, the Super League that we uh, we are th- at the right place in Super League and we deserve to be there. And um, more than that, talking about uh, growing the game, I believe that. We do need another team. So you were mentioning Toulouse and you're right. I hope that Toulouse will play the million pound game in Toulouse, whatever the team they play against. If Toulouse could uh, win this one and um, join the Super League, they have a, uh, I had a talk with the president a few weeks ago, the president of Toulouse. He told me that he had a plan A and a plan B and plan B was to, uh, to be in Super League. So maybe it's not the plan A, but they will be ready anyway. Uh, to go up, and uh, that's exactly what we need, because we showed that a French side, even with English and Aussie players and and, 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 an English coach, we uh, had the right to be in this great competition uh, as Super League. So, if we had a second team, it would be better for us, of course, in in terms of television, in terms of media as well, uh, because we would have more coverage, we could have derbies, and that's exactly what we lack. because when you speak about Super League they say oh yes you have a French team playing in an English championship and people are not very interested but if you could have two teams playing in this competition it would surely bring more play, more people to, to watch it and to uh, to be interested in it I think having, one thing that
2: blew me away being at Wembley is the amount of warmth there is towards the Catalan Dragons from English fans of Super League now historically Anglo French Relations have sometimes had you know a fractured past there's maybe been a, a difference of opinion culturally and you know our identities have been different but I found, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I found it amazing at the warmth at which Catalan dragons are received by English sports fans
4: Well, I agree with you, but it's no surprise to me because look we're on the same boat. English or French we were on the same boat because we play the same game and we all know that we are overshadowed by uh, another code we are on the same boat and that's what I'm trying to uh, to say to people um, I was in I was in the in Australia for the World Cup um, in October and uh, I spoke to guys over there in australia and they when they spoke about the game here they were talking about europe and i said no don't talk about Europe. there's no europe we're not we're not as unified as you think there's england there's france we share the same problems and we share the same problems we're struggling real hard because we 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 really much look like uh, a game playing in the south of france a game playing in the north england and we share the same problems. We have small cities. We have. We don't have uh, a very uh, uh, wealthy. We don't have the wealthy part of the of the country, in England or in France. We don't have the political support that we uh, should have. So we're on the same boat. And maybe that explains why people have this uh, bond with the Catalan dragons, because uh, if. Even if you put aside the differences between England and France, we are struggling the same way. But what I would like to add, um, when I speak about rugby in general with my friends who support the um, Rugby Union, they have some sort of a, I would say, uh, uh, strange relationship with a English Rugby Union. They don't like them, and. Uh, I often say, well, we don't, I don't think that we have the same feeling uh, towards rugby league in England because we know where we come from and uh, we know where the example is and uh, that's exactly what we, where we should be because England has been more successful in rugby league in many, many ways. And I'd like to add something very important as well, look, the winning coach is English uh, for this, this Challenge Cup, Steve McNamara is an English coach. And uh, you always speak about uh, Aussie coaches as examples and the game is so much globalized now that we have to play the same way uh, wherever you, you, you play. Um, and uh, he plays, uh, he's an English coach and uh, he coaches a French side and uh, it's with an English coach that a French club won the uh, Challenge Cup. This is very important to me because we have to be aware that our French or English coaches are not that bad.
0: Oh, sorry, John. I just wanted to, while, while you were going about the history, Rudolf, one thing my ears pricked up completely and you sound like a walking encyclopedia for for rugby league in France. So that, that connection with the Nazis, tell us a little bit more about that.
4: Well, the... Uh thing is when the game was uh, imported I would say to to France in the the early 30s in 1934 the game has been growing a lot a lot and uh, many people in these close to the Vichy regime were also people related to uh, rugby union and well it's it's simple rugby league was growing rugby union was not let's not forget that at this time there was a time uh, in France, where rugby union was not um, authorized to play internationally because the game was so violent, um, guys were dying on the pitch. It was so violent that France has been casted away from the, uh, from the uh, Father Nation tournament. And, well, of, obviously, the game was growing. The game was uh, professional. It was not exactly professional, but it was not a shame to be paid Uh, to play this game and uh, the excuse of the uh, um, professionalism professionalism has been used by uh, all the people very much linked to rugby union who had very strong connections with the people of the Vichy regime and it's, it's obvious, it's simple, they used it, they used those connections to kill rugby league would you imagine one day you playing in the club? Let, let's think about St. Helens, for instance. Um, imagine, John, you're going to, to train and you, you, you arrive at the stadium and someone tells you, ah, oh, uh-uh, no way, John, there's no, no training today. And you, you ask, why? Because your club does not exist anymore. Really? No, because you're not allowed to play this game. This is, the game is forbidden. You cannot play rugby league again. And guess what? Your stadium, all that you uh, you have, all that you possess, uh, you're not possess it anymore. It's not yours. It's not yours. And in France, it's been given to uh, the Olympic Committee, which later on gave it to uh, Rugby Union. That's exactly what happened. Uh, you take things from someone. You don't give it straight to Rugby Union, but you use the uh, uh, Olympic Committee and then you give it back to uh, French rugby union. That's exactly what happened. This is a shame. But like I said, this was in the, uh, uh, in the forties. And after that, it's not rugby league is a, it's like a bad seed. You know, you, you, you can try to kill it, but it would never die. And that's exactly what happened because there was a rebirth after that in the fifties. And uh, we all remember in France, I mean those who are interested in the, the history of the game we all remember the uh, 1951 tour in australia where the uh the uh the french were unbeaten which is uh it was a tremendous uh t- 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 tremendous uh thing at that time and when they came back uh from this tour they uh went off the uh, the plane they started the trip with a boat and then they came back with a plane and then they um, they were in marseille and they uh, just like in the champs elysees they had a big parade uh, on the street and a thousand uh, thousand people hundreds of thousand people were there it was huge it was it was enormous and uh, we were really big at the time but uh, we uh, we lost ourselves on the way so this, uh 40s thing, these war things, uh, have, from my point of view, been used uh, too much as an excuse for not being what rugby league should be today. Uh,
2: just talk to us about the, the post-Challenge Cup final celebrations, now one of the things that inche- interested me a lot about watching is, I was just trying to imagine how much red wine would be consumed over the next sort of 72 hours I, I had a just looking at a few of the characters that were celebrating post that final whistle i had a good inkling that there may well be a shortage of red wine in the south of france due to the consumption in perpignan is that is that correct
4: <laughs> there will listen to me clearly there will never be a shortage of red wine in <laughs> france never. <laughs> never whatever happens never never <laughs> you're not even going to make we, a dent in, in it <laughs> in that perspective we're really english no surrender no never. <laughs> we will never surrender uh, in front of this no no shortage never no well to, to be more serious yeah it's been it's been no it's been it's been great it's been a, a it's been great because you you mix um certain number of things you mix the uh, frustration of of not being represented in your own country uh, and you win such a trophy in England so it's like uh, you it's like you're not with the right person in your life you you you're in love with a woman she doesn't really look at you and uh, it's someone else that gives you uh, love affection uh, like all the English supporters did This is really funny because uh, apart from Perpignan, uh, few people in France would know that uh, uh, the Catalan Dragons did something incredible on on that day. So yeah, the party was really big and the good thing that, it's a very good thing that what they done, they uh, invited all the uh, former players, not just the, uh, the players who used to play for the Dragons, but also the players who never played with the Dragons, who played um, the two or three years before uh, the Dragons started in the competition. Players who played with the UTC, uh, which was the, uh, the uh, formerly what the Dragons uh, w- w- was about to, to, to become, the team was about to become. And uh, it was a big, big party and with, with a lot of wine and, and a lot of smiles and, and a lot of pride as well. Like I said, it's a, a pride pride is the word you know how it's France, okay, but it's not just France, it's, Catalonia, uh, Catalonia. And they, uh, they're really proud to be Catalan and it's a French victory. We, uh, we could hear La Marseillaise in the, in the, uh, in the stadium, but it's also a, a Catalan thing. And this is a, this is a major point because it goes, uh, it's, goes further it's the pride to be french but not exactly french because you are catalan as well and being C- catalan is sometimes much more important than being french and it's a good thing and a bad thing because because it's it's uh regi- regi- how to say it's a region catalonia um, uh, from spain and from france and uh, on the french point of view it uh, it makes it a little bit smaller uh, it's, uh, we, what we need is a, a national coverage and uh, a national recognition and uh, by, by thinking that it's also a Catalan thing, which is, which is true, um, you're not maximizing the, the success. But anyway, on the, what's, what's interesting in it is that on the other border, on the Spanish border, uh, on the Spanish side, uh, it's been officially uh, quite big politically. Uh, politically, the um, the politics in, in Catalonia, in Spain, uh, were really um, cheerful. Maybe much more than much more than the than the French one. And um, we had a tweet from the the minister of sports, but she was not there, which is a shame for me. She should have been she should have been in Wembley um and i can't remember having a uh, warm uh, congratulations from the uh, the executives the, the the president or the prime minister of france uh, but the party was good anyway and the pride is the pride is there and and now people know that they've done it once so they maybe uh maybe they can when people will Uh, talk about the Dragons, they will think about a winning team. And in this little war, they have uh, been in with Rugby Union Club in Perpignan. This club was champion in 2009. Uh, Now they can talk to each other as equals. And this is very important now.
0: Rodolph, it's fascinating listening to you. Thank you so much for coming on and speaking to us. And I hope for your sake that, um, yeah, you get to lose in there. So you get that derby, but you're doing a great job over there. And we really appreciate your time. Thank you.
4: Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, it's a thank play. you, yeah, Rudolf. Thank
0: you, mate. Keep up that passion. <laughs> Merci. <laughs> it's time for question time. Question time. Question time. Question time. Or questionable time. Mm. I might have seen the, someone might have seen the tweet that's gone out. It's a, it's a GIF. What does a GIF stand for, Mark?
2: Graphic, yeah. illustrated, graphic something. Yeah, we'll have to, anyone could, maybe, that's
0: the well, answers. Us, GIF as a
2: clue. <laughs> 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 uh, well, the
0: irony is, well, we start question time with one of our own questions. We don't know the answer to.
2: What is the GIF question? stand for? Oh, what is GIF, sorry, I thought there was another question but, coming. Um,
0: that was a, it was a picture of the GIF this week of David Dimbleby, Uh, who sort of turns into a scary-looking transsexual uh, monster. That could be question of the week. What does meme stand for? um, What is a meme? Riggy
1: Bianchi's for
0: lunch. Rigi Bianchi's. Are we still doing that? What is a meme? Yeah, why not? Okay. Um, By the way, John, last week, winner. I'm going to find out his name and I'm going to tweet it up. But I think... Uh, the winner from last week was the question. great show last week. Thanks. do you listen yeah. you to it? All, uh, yeah, lots of, it, of good content. Uh, what, what did we get talking about last week, John? That really got no, no, no. no. Ooh, this this what's work. happened in remember. the week? No, we got talking about
2: the, oh the stuff. Yeah, that anyway. big topic. that really, yes. we got our hooks into. We we're yeah. like,
0: oh, what a topic. Anyway, my, my I, I, I'm going to tweet that out. I'll tweet the winner yeah. out. First question this week. Comes from James Saint Latic, who likes asking questions on mm. whippers and flat caps. Mm. And James says, "Is he a good lad?" Um, yeah, yeah. Looks like a good lad. There he is. Mm. He looks a bit beardy Like he looks yeah. like he he like used to like Oasis. Mm.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> he looks
3: why, a bit. Did you ever see
1: did you ever, see?
2: did you ever see Bigfoot on the Hendersons? <laughs> I, d- I did, yeah. yeah. He, he looks, looks like Bigfoot. Bigfoot.
1: Bigfoot's <laughs> head. Yeah. Reffing Nike Not, and Adidas,
0: I don't like that. Well, one or the other, yeah. mate. Is that controversial to be a Wigan football fan but a Saints rugby league fan? Different balls. Different balls. Different balls, different needs. Uh, anyway, James St. Latty says, if you could create the optimal male between the three of you, which parts of each of you would you use, personalities included? <sighs>
2: Mark's, Mark's, Mark's face. Mark's personal. Mark's, Mark's
0: face. Mm. Mark's face and Amps. the torso. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. you could be as specific as Mark's
2: um, uh, yeah, Will, foreskin. Will's, Will's hair. Legs. Good legs. Interesting. Hairless legs. Will's mm. legs and... John's cardiovascular system. Will's <laughs> w- legs and
0: wealth. My... That little mole on your cheek for character. Mm. Where is that mole on your cheek? How, wh- how long have you had that? Um, well
2: since birth I'd imagine
0: Will's yeah. got nice hands we'll go Will's hands as well it's Will's quite, hands quite long and mm. thin um, is that why you don't shave your moustache off because that's mine but- <laughs> 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 is schwanz is that because with the moustache
2: off you can see the mole more no I'm not I'm not one of those people that are freaked out by moles They're, actually people are scared of moles aren't they do you remember Enrique mm-hmm. Inglaterra
1: mole on uh, yes. Bar Selector that used to talk yes
2: yeah, yeah, I do yeah. Know.
1: there was a, an, a Twitter account called John Wilkins Mole as well. Yeah, Kel- was, was that Fletcher, you? Kelvin no. Fletcher? That was around girl.
2: the time Boring Mark Flanagan popped up. And yeah. it was all the same culprits. Yeah, I think it was Tommy. Subhuman scum. Tom.
0: I guess the thing with moles is that you just, especially people you've met for the first time, they yeah. kind of just—you must see their eyes just little pop down to it. Just a little, especially when they're hairy, male. hairy mole. Yeah. Well, Kelvin Fletcher has a hairy mole, doesn't he? He's got a couple of. He's yeah. quite mole. Yeah, like, I mean, he is a hairy mole, isn't he? Some might say. Um,
2: So we've we done that completely.
0: So what what, what what, part of John? Yeah,
2: no, I'm I'm reluctant to be part of this. (laughs) Oh, hybrid part of this. Get it? Hybrid. Um,
0: It's not your cock, definitely. Mm. Um,
3: (laughs) What else? Uh, mm. Biceps. No, Mm.
0: I'd say my 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 wit and repartee. Correct. Repartee. Uh, Paul O'Brien. If you could have a meal with anybody, anybody. Who would it be, Mark Flanagan?
1: The fellow that did Supersize Me or the yeah. Um
0: his name is? Well, who's Supersize Me?
1: You know the guy that did all the eating challenges? No. I'd go around Was Manchester... Was he the guy who's like the f- American
2: guy who yeah. goes
1: Oh no, not oh, him! No. no, no, not him! Not
2: super me.
1: Who was the one, the document who used to do all the eating challenges?
2: Oh, driver's dad,
0: <laughs> drive-through's dad. I met dance. him. I met him. He's a Tottenham fan. I met him in New York. Yeah, what we, well, he just eats and eats and eats as, as a challenge. Oh, yeah.
2: America challenge! Oh, what I was take it him
0: everywhere with me. we yeah. would get all free feeds. So not it, this guy, who's the DVD I've got in my hand now. No, no, no. 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 It's hugely Although enjoyable, very funny. Good film, though, isn't it? Films e- epic
1: proportions.
0: Just goes around McDonald's eating loads of McDonald's. very poorly. He does Doesn't he He does indeed mm. um, Who would you have a meal with Yeah. Uh, anybody in the world Go on anybody dead, uh, dead or alive We had that one before Fictional never. Alive they
2: got to be alive Fictional
0: The Trek F- Alive uh,
2: Hannibal Lecter Alive <laughs> Has to be alive um, Oh Pat Sharp Not see a lot of him do you just wonder what he's up to. <laughs> I wonder if he's still got a mullet. What mm. a waste. I mean, with all respect to Pat, like anybody in <laughs> with the world. respect <laughs> to Pat. He's a big fan. He's a Bradford Bulls what fan. What a waste. Pat this, Sharp. He's still sticking by Pat, him, even Pat, though they're the going through twins, hard times. Honestly, uh, Bradford halftime show last week, they did the Fun Cart Grand Prix around the Speedway track. Did they? That's yeah, brilliant. With the two blonde twins. See, that's the kind of incident we're Sharp talking about. definitely had a dabble with the twins, hadn't he? Oh, my
1: God. So that's half time entertainment at the grand final. Yeah, isn't let's
2: it? do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can house, have your Beyoncé's and fun, Timberlake. So we've got Pat Sharp. Talking. It's a real wacky show. <laughs> oh my God. Mark, um, did, you, did you give a name? No,
1: the fellow that does.
0: John would choose Damien Hughes. No, I wouldn't. Or Pep
2: Guardiola. Like no. <laughs> I'd probably choose somebody like the Dalai Lama. Is he alive still? No, but that's. Irrelevant. Rid- <laughs> is he, he is? Is. No, I'd have so. I'd have my last meal with Bill Withers who <laughs> thankfully is still withers uh, <laughs> very good um,
1: how do you turn a duck into a singer? <laughs> To singer put it, it in the with oven with it, and, and then turn it up to 200 it. degrees until it's Bill Withers
0: <laughs> uh, Gary Tetlow says are you not answering that Will what the person yeah food meal who would you have it with Um, Bruce Springsteen okay Um, no I'm joking I can't think
3: Mm. Mm.
0: Mm. Mm. Um, Mm. Obama would be good Mm. he would be good Trump Trump would be good Trump (laughs) there we are you you don't mind Trump Trump yeah Donald Trump Um, Gary Tetlow says the podcast usually has me and his friend Adam in stitches coming back from London Broncos away games but number 28 reached a new height sorry Mike. you weren't here for this bullshit Um, he says I cried with laughter at the Dickinson line which was, wasn't one of our lives it was a, the imagery of uh, David Dickinson saying that he saw two dogs have a 69 <laughs> 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 which we did I mean I know we went into it last week John uh, but how I mean because you were saying why would they want to have a 69 but why would you know they were probably thinking well why do humans want to have a 69 it's the same sort of thing isn't it um, I don't think dogs have
2: the intimate capability to just want to pleasure their partner I think it's more primal. So just for themselves? I'd say 69 is, look. Just a nine. (laughs) It's just a nine or a six or a six on its back, which can also be a nine. Is a six the same as a nine? Mm. Isn't it awkward when there's a six and a nine? You never know when someone hasn't done the line underneath. <laughs> isn't that awkward? Well, just whenever they never come. There's so much fun up, to awkward, be had with sixes and nines. Even just whenever is the it, number it come, it? comes up, it's the first thing that comes. Is it a six or a nine? No, no. I'm just saying it on its own when you see it. Um, but anyway, Gary says, "When was the
0: last time that you cried with laughter, and why?" hashtag Question time, Question time, Question time. Um, I can't imagine you crying with laughter. No. Mark.
1: You're not really a. Uh, I just kind of chuckle a little bit and then (laughs) think of something. You must have been been there. Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, I can't think of one. Give me a
2: minute. John? Um, You cried at your wedding, but not with laughter. (laughs) Yeah, that was was pathetic. Through laughter. what was the last time I cried with laughter? Oh, I went when I went for a meal with my uh, with the, my the wife. wife, and you happened to yeah. be there. Yeah. And she drank that much wine. Oh, yeah. She actually turned into <laughs> Stephen Hawkins Hawking in the chair. <laughs> she sort of spent two hours slumped. She was like slumped in a chair and could not articulate one word out of her mouth. <laughs> but and she I made a remarkable comeback. She did, Lazarus. Finished from the flames. Yeah, she did well. Um, another one was I was in the car with my father in law and he was coming off a slip road. He saw a van in, but it was in like the outside lane and he panicked and thought it was in the inside lane next to him. So he sort of stormed through some cones into these roadworks and then cracked his hazards on him, slammed on, and was like, Did you see that van? Oh <laughs> my <laughs>
3: God. The van
2: was miles away.
3: Oh my God. But like... It just
2: meant it, it was like retrospectively about a week later. I was just pissing myself. <laughs> Um, Dickinson dogs
0: 69s Dan Hilton who see this one I think you may have missed a word here Dan Hilton but I'm going to ask it anyway who would you rather be in bed with your wives or in Will's case his laptop and then there's no word but then it just says Johnny Vegas Hulk Hogan or Vladimir Putin
1: I wouldn't pick Vegas because he let us down on appearing on the podcast, so he's in my bad books. Hulk Hogan, you wouldn't have much room in the in the bed if Hulk's in there with you, mm-hmm. and Putin's
2: on a little, so I'd, I'd go with him. Putin, Putin. Putin. <laughs> Putin, that sounds something very similar. It sounds like Putin. a sex position. Putin, would <laughs> you like to do the Putin? <laughs> Let's do the Putin. sixty six, six. Putin's had a 69. Yes. Have you ever seen, go on some of the homoerotic images of Riding Putin. Yeah.
1: Horses, bear, bareback.
2: With bareback a, with, a, with a machine gun in his hand. But is this to disguise his homosexuality? Is that what people uh, say? No, no, I just think he, he likes to put out these. These are images of strength. Right. He thinks he's Genghis Khan. But
0: are you in a position of strength in a 69? you're quite vulnerable he's
2: riding
0: a horse what I'm saying is if he's had a 69 would he put himself into that but you're quite vulnerable in a 69 it depends where you are if you're on top you're not (laughs) because you can get away (laughs) you can just force proceedings Um, I'll I'll go one step further and call Johnny Vegas a wanker
2: so um, I know you do not want to say that Mark but I'll I'll put it out there I would definitely go for Hulk Hogan yeah (laughs) to sleep with yeah to sleep with are we talking sexually or just I would like, <laughs> oh, not sure, I'd like to be a little spoon with Hulk behind <laughs> yeah. me you just, you just feel his safe. little little, his little, little gut rubbing mm. on your neck and then you're you going to go- sleep brother <laughs> and then just just if you weren't sleeping or you were hogging the covers he might just atomic leg drop the shit out of you you, can, you, you can, want to cuddle brother <laughs> you, can, you can be as Jake the snake
0: I would had a duvet cover at school with Hulk hogging on true story are you sure yeah Blue, it was blue with, a big, with his big blonde. Was it when he was in his, his prime, prime sort yeah, of prime. yellow and red kit? Prime. F- yeah. Prime time. Mm. Um, so you're going Hulk Hogan and you're going... P- Putin. Putin. And a Scottish Putin. Putin. Great, great imagery there, though, wasn't there? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, blah, blah, blah. Mark, there is one about your hair. I'm not going to ask it. Uh, we, we've moved on. Uh, normally, you know, episode 1 to 27, 28, you weren't here for, but 1 to 27, I would have asked this, but mm. I'm going to be the better person. I've matured and I'm not going to ask that question. I so, can't, can't. Mark Hogan, if you want to ask, uh, uh, same name, different hair, but you can ask Mark like, himself uh, on the Do you want to know something funny? He's not, is he related to Hulk Hogan? Is uh, Hulk Hogan? Do you want, want to interrupt me? Sorry. <laughs> I don't
2: want to <laughs> a,
1: a, f- a fan of the podcast actually <laughs> got in a touch fan. with me and asked what's going on with my hair and if he could asked for some advice. Mm, there you go it's but
2: like you, you can't you can't not bring it up now no, you can't agree. bring it up now you can't give us the big emotional spiel about no, I'm just saying
1: it I'm saving lives and saving follicles so.
2: yeah. follicle the follicle <laughs> what
1: was
0: the line last week follicularly challenged. follicularly you've change. said that about half about a dozen times yeah oh, no, okay, I enough about
1: follicle. the hair you do like your little sayings don't you you do that being said you do um, stop in it in saying
0: that stop it you. you follicularly challenge you do. Do. cacophony
2: I've never said cacophony cacophony's a good word isn't it you have it's
0: onomatopoeic Cacophony
2: I, haven't, um, I said crescendo cacophony.
0: crescendo mm. you've said cacophony as well though um, Sam Varley Your this is a good balanced. one from Sam Varley do you think there will ever be a boy born
2: that can swim faster than a shark that's Gareth Keenan and from the office mm. I think it depends what well, I can imagine if there was a really malformed shark maybe one of its fins had mutated against and it you was know, all, you know Ian it was thought. it was all just trying it couldn't you know and then Ian Thorpe could beat it yeah I think that's the answer is yes there will be a boy mm. quicker mm. Than not shark. a girl though just disabled shark good to him, to an Olympic uh, swimmer uh, yeah disabled shark and an Olympic swimmer would yeah. you if the lights were switched off in a swimming pool and you knew there was a shark in it would you jump in and swim a width of the swimming pool not knowing where the shark is for or
3: half a million, million.
2: pounds. Oh, I'd do it if it was a million pound game. Not for half a million. Half a million pounds. <laughs> I'd imagine that's At the end of the season a, do that. a week's wages one, for someone like width. you. One width. One width. So
0: we're talking like, what's, that, what's a width? 20 meters? 15, 15, 15, 15 meters. meters. So does one width,
2: get out the other way? you can't see where the shark is. It's,
0: yeah, no, it, it's it, hungry. It, it, would
2: have, it would have to it's be a, a shark. Hollywood shark how to get you high, in that
1: time, wouldn't it? How high is the... Um, how deep? platform to the water because it's going to no, no, be no, a struggle just, getting out side. it's a greasy mountain yeah, but getting back out it's no, going to be just a, struggle. a normal pool just this like you've got to pull inf- yourself out infinity pool yeah, yeah you've, yeah, gotta, yeah, you've yeah. just got to pull yourself off yeah, yeah. Olympic, yeah. Olympic, Olympic oh. pool Olympic pool
0: have For it's half like, a million pounds, would yeah. you do it? hundred no, percent. Yeah, because I mean, look. look the, yes, the, yes. The, it's, is it an Olympic size pool?
2: Yeah, and you've got t boned Yeah, it could be,
0: but it could, might not be. Yeah, but it's not going to get you straight away. It's going to first, you think, what the fuck is it? Sorry, no. and I'll be out. And you've I'll got of and there. you've
2: got t bone steaks strapped to your. No, waist
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've got
1: a little You've got Raw. a little Raw. cut on your knee, and it's just bleeding, and there's blood, and it, it can smell it's not,
0: it. It's not. It's not. It's not Hollywood. It can't get get you in second like that. How do you I'm going to take the money.
2: Right? You're taking the money. <laughs> what about you, Matt?
0: I'm not taking the money. Doesn't
2: need it. Doesn't need it. Doesn't yeah. need it. Um, um, I don't, I don't anyway, shop, we we, we're taking over question time with our own question time. That too. was just one I thought. So, you know.
1: Is this what you and Fran talk about?
2: No. It was what, something, I think, Gary Wheeler, who used to play at St. Helens, <laughs> used to toss up at lunchtime all time. I like time. those questions, Would though. Would you rather have ears yeah. where your eyes are? Ears where your eyes are. Yeah.
0: Don't give them ear. encouragement. Right, okay. You've thing. got it. Um, Willis says... Uh, what do you talking about, Willis? Up and under or grubber? Grubber. Why? Because
1: um, up and unders are harder to catch, and I'm better. I'm more likely to
0: dive on a grubber and score than catching up and under. Oh, we you weren't here last week. We took talk, we um, talked about your try. Well done, mm. Daily yeah. Alley celebration. Nice little mm. move. Yeah, that gay. was the
1: other thing. Yeah, my Daily Alley celebration got didn't like chastised, didn't it? Mm. It was a piss take. I
2: know, but we didn't know that. You did not. <laughs> I've
1: never, I've never done a celebration. I just thought well, people the, ir- the irony might be quite funny. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> taking
2: themselves seriously doing it Ooh, with one hand. Jokes. I'm going to do it with two hands. Jokes are not funny if you have to explain them, Mark. Well, I think most people got it. No, you say that. We had a lot of texts and tweets saying. Yeah, what the <laughs> f- yeah. it,
0: yeah. Up and under, grabber.
2: Up and under old school innit it. Um I think there was is it Neil Fox who used to when when Yorkshire Neil fox Lancashire. is the the deed job sorry he wasn't
0: uh actually paedophile he was accused of being that's a That doctor was fox. Dr Fox who Neil is Neil
1: Fox is neither a doctor or a fox. But his name's Neil Fox. I'm at Neil Fox. Neil
2: Fox is also is a rugby player. Capital FM for Wakefield. So he, he doesn't know anything about rugby. League. So he oh, coached Yorkshire when Yorkshire Lancashire first um started and mm-hmm. he coached a few of the lads who I've played with. And um, he had his, this thing, he he didn't like lads who chipped over to gather the ball again. Mm. So he, he was, uh, one of his sayings was he said, None, we don't want any chip kicks. The only thing you should see chips is fish and chips. He said, twat it up in floodlights, it'll dazzle them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I like the up and
0: unders. Yeah. Fair play. Mm-hmm. Um phallic graveyard wow <laughs> jesus christ Goodness gracious so- yep. phallic graveyard <laughs> uh, there's a whole lot of imagery <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, he, phallic says uh <laughs> if you to, mr graveyard <laughs> said <laughs> oh he's a doctor actually oh. um if you had to live as an inanimate object <laughs> this is a great question phallic <laughs> would you what would you be he says in brackets, like the candlestick and clock in Beauty and the Beast with faces and they can hop around and sing and
2: stuff. <laughs> what the hell has he had? <laughs> He's definitely been taking something. So you've got to live as an inanimate object. Mm. What are you going to be? I think it'd be your grandfather clock. <laughs> to, to see what that clock's seen. Mm.
1: So you can still d- smile and talk and dance around? He says you can
0: hop and sing and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> sorry hop and sing and stuff <laughs> i be well, like a pogo stick cause I'd be like firstly and I think it's, it'd
2: be important to something that's not consumable you know essentially you want to be something that stands the test of time forever. hence yeah. the antique so I'd put my i
1: go pogo stick because it's hopping and stuff you're yeah. going to move around as a pogo stick aren't you you're going to be ridden by people it's fine. no I just think not say the first time. As,
2: a, as a you can actually just move around a bit
1: yeah as a hop Hop- hopping's going You're going to move more As a candlestick Than a <laughs> I, So I'm going to have things. to click
0: on We often do this on Whippers and Flatcaps So we're going to have to click on phallic Graveyard's Twitter Just to see what we're dealing with here hmm. um, Will This Is his uh, phallic mm. Graveyard uh, Are they Wigan fans In the top there? Yeah Let's have a look at his picture um, There he is phallic Is that Got Quan And Gareth Southgate I- <laughs> What's happening there? I don't know. He
1: says friends forever. Friends
0: forever. That
1: goes wow. three. Interesting. Friends forever.
3: Anyway, check, oh, yeah,
0: check him out best, for yourself. Man. He's uh, at Steel O'Neill. <laughs> His name's Fallick Graveyard. This is why I love this podcast. Weird. Um, Simon Frost, there's a more usable name. Uh, he says, I was walking around last week, around 10 o'clock in the morning, mm. and happened to see in through someone's window. Unemployed. <laughs> Carry yeah. on. It was Carl Amore. He was eating Cocoa Pops and watching Honey I Shrunk the Kids, laughing vociferously. Is this the first time he's watched it, or is this his favourite film?
2: It's his favourite film, <laughs> specifically. Kyle role plays, so with his <laughs> wife, and he gets in, his wife to put him in the bath, <laughs> and he fills up the bath with milk.
3: <laughs> is he and, wearing a
2: nappy? Yeah, no, and he gets lots of large Cocoa Pops and pretends he's in the film. <laughs> he just thrashes around the big hairy Cumbrian man in the nude in the bath with milk. <laughs> Matting his hairs <laughs> between his thighs, up the crease of his ass. Quite an image, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Big fan of um, whips and caps,
0: Carl. A. more as well? So, is he? Yeah. You yeah. can answer them. So, what is, in fact, Carl, when as you're listening, because you are listening. Firstly, are you watching? the film now what, so somebody's walked past Kyle Hermos house and looked, looked in, in the, the window there. and he was eating cocoa pops and watching honey isn't it
2: cats. awkward when you look in someone's window like naturally when you walk past a house I think if the lights on it ga- it just grabs your attention how awkward is it when you look in and it's just instinct and there's somebody in there just he must be looking pretty hard to
1: see what he was eating mm. from I would bulb. suggest
2: there's a slight amount what, of uh, hyperbole
0: we we'll look at when it's about looking into people's like out my window right now we can see into about 63 people's houses
2: what is the weirdest thing you've seen, Will? Um, from the balcony.
0: Just nothing any, any sex. Yeah, a bit of sex. There was a ginger girl down there on uh <laughs> fifth floor. She used to walk around. She was a she was, was a colours worked, and worked cuffs for, ginger as well. Yeah. Worked yeah. for the NHS. A lot of dogs in the house as well. She she's left now. Um that's about it, really. Nothing too weird. They probably see the weird stuff probably was happens. It this actually, side. <laughs> did she dress up as a nurse or was that her actual? No, that outfit? was actually her outfit, yeah. Oh, okay. And she used to be up at like sort of three o'clock with a little, putting a clock on, a little nurse clock and leave. Why leaving. were you up at three watching the poor oh, clock? She was looking at Are in. you putting your clock on too, <laughs> Will? <Nah. laughs> um, ben Stubbs. Is it true that Todd Carney can't feel anything except the pain of a tattoo gun and the sadness in Marley and me? Great, <laughs> film. Great <laughs> film, Marley. I true.
2: cried like mm. a child at oh, that film. Mm. Anybody who's got dogs, watch Marley and Me and don't cry. Mm. Is, that, is that
1: a rugby league myth that you can't feel?
2: Is it? You, you play be. with him. Apparently a, there was a myth years ago in, in
1: Wigan that Mick Cassidy had tunnel vision he couldn't see on his own periphery <laughs>
2: what do you mean is that just not no. he was really focused during no, his career no, no, no it, he's got tunnel vision well, well, everyone's like what you well, mean he can only see in a really small dot in the
1: Not no seriously What the lads was telling <laughs> sure. me that if he ever dropped a ball like fucking El castle he dropped it again and then some old fella will go hey get off his back he's got tunnel vision <laughs> he's got tunnel vision
4: <laughs> that's urban not, myth of Wigan that is
1: not it's a joke. It's not his fault. you can only see straight in front of him. Well, like he's got, he's he's tunnel, got tunnel, tunnel
0: vision. Well, when you turn binoculars the other way around, and you can only, you know, that sort of.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's class. Anyone from Wigan has heard that rumour? Can we um, just p- please write in? Um, Some great Tom questions Tom coming vision. this week, actually, aren't they, when you think about them? I think we might have had this one before, so we can gloss over it if we have. Which actors would play you in a film? Have we had that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it kind of rings a bell. Yours, I think you said Tom Hardy Tom Hanks. <laughs> Dom Shardy. Dom Shardy, week. yeah. Um, them statham oh yeah we have Bruce, this, Bruce said, Bruce. Yeah, let's see, yeah, one of the
1: mitchell brothers Grant, <laughs> patrick frank stewart LaBeouf. frank lebeuf
0: Dalsim off street fighter <laughs> um Daddy devito we've had this one here i think dan Heyman has asked about the cultural rugby league being benedict cumberbatch could play well for sure yeah don't say that name i'm still tormented by the guy um he okay, we've me. had this yeah. one, and not we? About do you still
1: you, did you go to school with the Prince of Jordan? Did you say yes. last week? Yeah, I did do you yeah. keep in touch? Or? No,
2: we haven't actually. No, that was that been, was that his was genuine sh- title or was the was the his first name Prince Prince middle name <laughs> of, and last name yeah, Jordan. Jordan? He changed it by Depol. Yeah. It's from Beverly.
0: <laughs> he, he Beverly? <laughs> no, that was a true story. He was, was in it was... he was in uh, he was in the house. Was he like a good guy? Good guy. Didn't really speak to him much. I would have.
1: Why? But he's quite wealthy.
2: Yeah, Mark would have been. In Jordan, as Probably we I would
1: have been in Jordan instead yeah. of my beer on my holidays. Right. Catching up with an old friend.
0: <laughs> Tall Saint Guna says, Why don't ducks' feet stick to ice?
2: Mm, because mm. they're cold.
0: Cold-blooded mammals? Mm. Why don't the feet stick
2: so. to ice? I think
0: they're cold. The feet are cold?
3: Yeah.
2: Or oh, is there no moisture on the feet? yeah and that is or is it they, they don't perspire the feet don't perspire dry feet because if you stick them. your tongue out on something that's really cold it sticks don't it mm. but i think this is it because of moisture have mm. you tried that we just watched dumb and Dumber. i've no, tried
0: think, it, yeah, it, just you? Yeah, it <laughs> i'd actually pay Where did my you tongue try? was
1: bleeding we got my missus bought um some popsicles also from the shop popsicles. and um yeah
0: i gave it a lick and it stuck, stuck it on, on there mm. Bled. Mm. See, things that happen behind closed doors. Mm. Uh, you haven't got any windows. People can't see you doing that, could they?
3: Mm.
0: How does she do, know do ducks, you duck's feet
2: windows? don't stick to ice? Um, well, because they walk across. <laughs> they're not <don't laughs> stuck to... No, but how do you know? Maybe they stick initially and then they just get moving. <laughs>
3: have you ever every, seen, every you ever seen a stuck.
2: tentative duck's first step onto ice? I haven't. I don't think I don't think Tall do, Gooner has. Do they know that their feet don't stick onto the ice? No, they're clueless. Ducks are the stupidest animals in the world. Are they? Yeah, they're that stupid if you chase Here we them. Here go, Farm stories by you, John Wilkins. If, cha- if you chase them, they just run that quick that the legs break. Because <laughs> they're they stuck to the their legs. Because <laughs> they're stuck to They're the stupid. Ice. Oh, God. I love if your God tales was, from If the God farm. was going to design, if there is a God and he designed an intelligent animal, it wouldn't make it sound like a duck. right <laughs> um, Kay Prescott says, uh, can you find out, please? Uh, this isn't,
0: again, a question that's going to win her lunch for... for John Riki Prescott's Genki. wife, Kay Prescott.
2: Two jugs. Uh John Prescott, you got egged. The yeah, that's, egg
3: that's his wife. She's isn't
0: it? Yeah. She uh, she's called them. Kay Prescott. Uh, she says, I'm into uh, my second half century. Uh, looking forward with optimism. At least, she's at happiness. least 50. She's at least 50. Now retired, let the adventures begin. I'll show you an adventure, Kay. Um, she says can you please find out if the Les Quirk he writes in as the Les Quirk is the real Les Quirk it's not Uh, not a question really just a dream sorry (laughs) (laughs) is it not are you confirming that it's not it's not not. Um, Matt Twist when Rob Elston was on the show he was discussing whether squad numbers should be used in Super League or the old 1-13 to what did John and Mark think and why
2: I like squad numbers 1-13 to without names on why just because it's old school yeah
1: I think it's better for marketing. Like players, uh, people buy basketball or football jerseys with Ronaldo or LeBron James on the back.
0: Don't start about basketball jerseys. Yeah, yeah but then they people. Could still
1: buy. No, because they support the player rather than the team. And I think shirt sales are better because of it, Robert. But are you saying.
2: But if James Roby plays hooker all year, are you saying people who like James Roby wouldn't get nine Roby? We well, you said no but names. But, well, let's say they have names and we just have one to
1: 13. Um. I think the more likely if they've got a squad number.
3: Because mm. you're not you,
0: going to get like a, someone on the bench and go, oh, I want a number 14. Mm.
3: Mm.
0: But then also, yeah, what if you've got someone on the bench and he starts all the time and mm. kind of breaks up? How but... many rugby shirts are sold? <sighs> well, we might have some questions on... Hundreds. Um, hundreds. Mm. They're very tight fit. They're not very flattering for people, though, are they? Mm. Mm. Depends who mm. you are. Well, no, the percent of want... the human
2: race. <laughs> fans and rugby... Kits and sports kits immediately stink, don't they? Like you walk through a concourse of a Super League, like a big game, and it's like BO Fest. They don't breathe well, do they? No. And you can travel to Catalan on the, the plane, and you can board the plane smelling like like of fresh, roses. Of roses. Fresh Get off roses. and smell like you've been eating raw onions on yeah. a train.
3: That's
2: because you're in France. Yeah.
0: I've got Georgie King Clancy's shirt next door. Thanks. That's good. Is it really George, small? Next it's door. Really, really big, actually. it's a Triple XL? No. Is it? Yeah. Used to be, that was all the rage back Let's show you talk amongst yourselves. George Yoak and Why
1: have you got his shirt? Because City fan and daddy probably bought him at an mm. auction.
2: It's one of the only things in this flat that Will actually probably owns. Everything else here is inherited. Not oh, rented. Gee, that is big. That's not a real shirt. It's a replica, mate.
1: Oh, someone signed it. Who signed it? King Cladsey. Oh, did it? He? Oh, he's,
2: that's... That's, he's not worn that, Will. You've been had. You've been absolutely. What, there's some mud on the sleeve. Stan Wall, our yeah. kit man, used to say match oh, worn. and you've it f- to me, thanks. Stan Wall used to just drag one of the shirts on the, the changing room floor. And then he used to do all the signatures. So everybody who's got a signed Saint shirt, Stan Wall did them. I can't believe you let the cat oh my God, the cat eyes so, out sorry. the bag. Well, well, on uh, behalf of we'll everybody else. Yeah, I reckon everybody in St. Helens has got a side say, Nicholas Fletcher, do you
0: think that Whippetson and Flatcaps could be a success? That's not the end of the sentence. No, I mean... That's not the end of the sentence, okay. but do we think it could be a success? Mm, probably not. Mm. Uh, in the medium of television slash live streaming shows rather than a podcast? If so, what changes do you think you would... Oh, I shouldn't have read the rest of this. I new presenter to re- replace Will Perry? Oh, oh no.
4: Pathetic. No. Well,
3: like you said, we could
0: audition a... for the rest of them. Hmm. Would it work as a TV probably, show? Probably not. Do, rugby AM, do you watch Rugby AM? No. Mark? Alex Simmons? Is, uh, no. Do it, a, do no, do it's job? not on
1: Virgin. Oh, I think it is on Virgin, though. I've not watched it. Is, it,
0: is it not Sky? Rugby AM. No. It's on, the, there's a Liverpool
2: channel.
1: Yeah, I think it is on It's it on is. proper sports. Why don't you guys watch that? Should no. something you should be watching?
2: No? Yeah, we should, but I haven't got Sky. What? <laughs> I don't have Sky TV. Oh, my
0: God. I have Virgin it's not on. Um, it
2: might be, no. Okay.
0: Uh, but, 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 but here we go. This is another interesting question. Just a few more to go. South of the River says, would you rather have a magic mirror which you could see your dead relatives as if they were alive again, but they couldn't speak to you, just gloomily wave or a reusable two-for-one voucher for any main meal at Pizza Express Monday to Thursday.
2: (laughs) 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 So what? I get to sort of gloomily wave at my dead relatives. No, they get to gloomily gloomily wave at you. (laughs) You can talk, but
1: they can't hear you, can't communicate.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. My granddad Pete and Mary waving back at me. Gloomally, though. It's the two-for-one <laughs> They look really <laughs> sad. You see
0: them every day you want. You could see... I could uh, see, see my dead father. Would uh, you not watch him? Lung just cancer. See yeah. what he's up to. And but
2: but, but would that get a bit depressing?
0: And, and he looks like he's in pain and he's... It depends. When he, he, doesn't <laughs> he doesn't stay a <laughs> pain.
2: Just scratching on the glass. Will, save me. No, he's,
0: yeah, they just say... as if they're So they're alive again. You see them through the mirror, but they couldn't speak to you. Just glum, sorry, glumly... I've got, I've got a question. Uh, what stage
2: of the life are they at? Is it their final well, moment? hasn't specified that. But... Do you know what I mean? Or is it in the Is this going to be a bed-ridden, like, bed sore If it's during filled? the pond,
1: that'd be good for you, because your dad would be doing all
0: sorts, wouldn't it? Yeah.
2: Um, but I mean, cigars. Well, Fault cigars, 40 40 cigars, are there. cigars are there. Sixty. Sixty.
0: I, I, see, I can't eat pizza, so I'm allergic to wheat. So I'm um, <laughs> so probably have to go for the dead How How's that <laughs> I'm sorry, I am... How's uh, that going?
1: Have you eaten meat recently? No, I haven't
0: had
2: any meat.
1: No wheat, no meat.
2: wheat, no meat, no
0: egg. In what two,
2: three th- months now? Three that pretty much counts. You of every single dish that we <laughs> serve at the yeah, coffee shop. Basically, right? yeah.
1: What pocket will work? A award-winning Ooh. coffee shop. Yeah.
2: So multiple award-winning. Imagine it's yeah. uh, all your dead relatives.
0: So basically, there could be you know a sort of collection of how far back you do you go? go. Well, <laughs> a full you... family tree. <laughs> how big's the mirror? <laughs> all just waving. How at big's <laughs> the mirror? <laughs> so what are you go for, Mark? The voucher or the dead relatives? I keep you company and go for the dead relatives. I go voucher. definitely. 100%. But you can't go the weekend. It's Monday to Thursday. But you got to go on your own.
1: Can't even do Friday night. <laughs>
0: No, it's Monday to Thursday. On his own, that's a clincher. That's well thought out. Like
2: they've just dropped the little. That could be a weird question. Monday to Thursday. Don't don't want to, don't want to intervene. Yeah. But that could it be sounds like a, a a Pizza Express genuine promotion. <laughs> Do you want to see your dead relatives gloomily wave at you or have two for one pizza? Monday to Thursday exceptions. <laughs> um, okay, cu- a couple plan. more,
0: couple more. Let's rattle through them. Um, Shakespeare says. Would you rather? <laughs> always good. Always dangerous. It's always good. Uh, work for, in brackets, for the rest of your life, close brackets, in a CEX. Or Games Workshop, CEX <laughs> like the second-hand phones and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to the Games Workshop bit last week, Mark? In question time, or Did you just skip forward to three questions? I was time? probably too angry yeah. um, by that stage. Yeah.
2: You're just about to look at Marbella's maddest man. <laughs> 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 games. See, I wasn't going
1: to appear this week. I was going to have a fit uh, and not well, turn you pussy. up. I, you I, think, you I think. I think we
0: should. I think we should do one from uh, do an episode from Games Workshop, and I'm deadly serious.
2: <laughs> no, no. I reckon there's a strong link between those shops and illegitimate activity on the internet. <laughs> With small children? No. At
1: games Workshop, no. like World of Warcraft and all that. It's where yes, the they under, go in there and it? they
0: paint like little toys. Or do they? Or do they? That's, the question. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: an arts and craft shop. Or oh,
0: do. <laughs> 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 do they? Do they? Um, I don't know what CX is but uh, it is it's a second hand electrical shop it's show. less weird than Games Workshop we isn't it we, so bought, I'm, we bought stuff an amp do we buy an amp for the shop yeah, we not? bought a laptop for the, uh, our manager no, no I'm going to go I'm going to go Games Workshop I'm gonna, I just think it's very, I think there's not, something not quite right there you I need I quite, to get under like, the spot you've yeah. he, got to investigate you've got to work okay, it investigate. for the rest
2: of your life once you've discovered that you know, that unhealthy sort of culture yeah. that sits behind Games Workshop. Then you get involved you with it? then you get involved with the culture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, God. Um,
0: okay, Steve Wood's back. Uh, SteveWO31576538, if you're after his Twitter handle. He says, or um, well, two questions, so I'll read two, but you can only choose one for the prize. Does John feel emotional knowing that this could be his last ever derby? No, nope. We haven't talked about the derby, have we yet? Don't nope. feel emotional? Uh, no. Bullshit, I'm calling. Not. Oh, do I feel, do em- I feel emotional for John? For John. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, I will weep. No, I don't feel emotional about Bullshit. it. Bullshit. Of course not, you do. Honestly, I'm not emotional. Did you last ever derby? No, 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 it's just Did again. A last ever derby. I've played in 50 of the bastards. Oh, soz. <laughs> Come on, you do. No, yeah, of course. I, I, no, well, look... i, I People keep asking me, "Is this an emotion? Like, is this emotional? Is that emotional? Is it emotional? Is it emotional? It's the Challenge Cup semi-final. Are you, are you emotional being at the Challenge Cup final. Are you emotional that you've just beat witness? Are You emotional." Yes, like, it's the answer to them. Just because I'm leaving, Saints doesn't mean I'm, I've become acutely aware of like the gravity of what I've been involved in for like eighteen years. it been, it's always been there.
3: Mm.
2: I'll miss it. Didn't like, know if you ask me if I'm emotional derby. about it. No. Will I miss it? Yes.
1: On the derby, um, when Rudolph was speaking before, he said. During the 40s, R- rugby Union was so violent that people were dying on the field. Now, I reckon Sean Wayne is, is dreaming tonight that that's <laughs> going to be the case tomorrow. Aggressive. Uh, there's going to be death on the St. Helens side.
2: Bodies on it's the ground.
1: Confrontational. So, so aggressive. Confrontational.
2: Confrontational. It's aggressive. His last derby as well. Trump, he's, yeah, he's going to Scottish rugby Union. Yeah. Isn't he? His defensive coach. Um, Where
0: more people will die. That's, that's probably why he's going. <laughs> he's heard of the death toll in rugby Union. Yeah um Steve also asks a second question who i uh, think about this one he mm. says would you rather cry custard or fart bubbles mm-hmm. well the uh, bubbles think about that full of poo scented gas no they're put, like, they smell poo, like roses so... but they're just they're, they're you know like that bubble machine that you can mm. just pump them out like bubbles <laughs> That'd be quite fun. or, they can or cry the, custard it can be quite moist them, so it could
1: create um, a little wet patch
2: on your yeah, underpants. Would you rather have that or a congealed sort of but dairy crap. product coming out? No, of it's a, i
1: rarely cry and if I did, it'd be a nice surprise. When is last time surprise? you
0: cried? No, but I think we're all missing the point. Cry custard in terms of like you can switch it on and off. You're not going to have that wet patch in your, in your underpants. It's just perfectly dry. is perfectly the, the what's the, the connection? Is is the seal is perfect. But it's just when you're at home and you think, you are know, you're feeling a bit hungry,
3: whatever.
2: <laughs> I like custard all well. over your face.
1: But <laughs> well, you couldn't do a sneaky fart because they're like a little bubble that just, come just out. fly above your head. And everyone would know. <laughs> a bubble fart It's not going to come
0: out of your jeans, the bubble, yeah. it just burst. Well, it's pretty pointless though, isn't it? Yeah. It's just... Well, I think one of us should go custard, one should go bubbles just so we can... We what would make, can, get you more? Trial it out, what, what would
2: get you more? I think you'd become a seriously wealthy man if you could blow bubbles out of your bum. And if you could cry custard.
0: Custard companies would be going for no, the I just, I don't think Ambrosia. It would, mm, you'd be the face of custard, literally. You'd be-
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Ah, it is
0: unintentional. Um, John, what are you going to go for, custard or bubbles? Bubbles. Yeah, Mark? Custard. I'll go for bubbles then. Well, have we got... Yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll go for custard. Um, uh, 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 Genghis Campbell.
2: Again.
0: Why do I always need to take an urgent dump after my first coffee in the
2: morning? Sends blood to your gut. Is that right? Yes. Coffee yes. boy. Coffee boy. <laughs> <laughs> Caffeine's a stimulant. I think it st- sends blood to your gut quickly and that therefore stimulates like a response from it you. It's, you, the it's bowel a diuretic, movement. isn't it? Yeah, you, you but your bowel. The monotony. Yeah, it does. Okay, it, 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 it stimulates a bowel movement because of blood flow.
0: Not monotony, met- met- motility. That's the word, isn't it? Everbell. Matility. Good word. Um, I think we've done all the questions. There was something in here, John, for you, which I'm just scanning down. Mm. Are you you emotional about being in Will's flat? I'm Mm. Mm. Mm.
3: emotional.
0: John, you were talking last week, weren't you, about um, your uh, shirts. No one one buys your shirts because you're not cool. Yeah. Um, So we've got a message here from Alan Y. who says... (laughs) he says there's still one supporter he wants to John Wilkin on her shirt she loves him and is gutted he's leaving doesn't say what his daughter's Mm. called but she's got to be about what would you say Mark Mm. five, six pictures in black and white
4: oh Oh, look at that she's got
0: a picture of you with a shirt with Wilkin 12 on the back what can we give can we give her something
2: I'll send her a real shirt if you want one do
0: you oh yeah Yeah. okay I'm going to make that happen Um, Alan Y. there you go Tweet, what's the best way to get hold of you? As just
1: DM us his address. Yeah, and we'll send and you a real one. That's John a beautiful that. Plus little picture. £50 pounds cash.
2: <laughs> How very generous, John. <laughs> and a free coffee at podcast. Uh, no, no, right. no, no, uh, no, no, no,
3: no. And sh- a week's
2: stay in a villa in Marbella. Signed, signed Wilkins shirt, is that what you're offering? That's a that's a beautiful gesture, John. Yeah, I'll, I'll get her signed something. Maybe well, a ball. Right. She's got a shirt, hasn't she? Well, don't need to say shirt. Well, no, ball's probably better because she's got okay. a shirt. Well, it's already got a shirt what about
1: a match shirt it's put on a wall
2: yeah it's, it's, it's,
0: okay anyway Alan White get in touch we'll get that sorted why um, and why <laughs> stop it John uh, there we go good question time I think the winner has to go to um, the dead relatives dead relatives or the pizza express offer <laughs> is that true is that right oh, that's a great question Which is, well you, cho- you choose now while we're on so let's get mm. this done while we're here dead relatives or pizza express what are you going to go for yeah, yeah. Pizza Express. That, yeah. Let's go for that one. Pizza Express. That that question. Yeah. South of the river. You are going to. Are- I hope he doesn't live south of the river because that's in London, isn't it?
1: Yeah. You just click on his profile. Uh, let's
0: have a Nick look. Because Nick
1: will be happy if he doesn't have to fall uh, out. For just
0: it. says surrounded by aliens.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Send him into a Yankee Oh, hold on. Sur- surrounded by aliens. Manly, Sydney, Australia. Love you. Oh. So, congratulations. congratulations son. <laughs> You are going <laughs> to, to Macclesfield, Macclesfield, where Ian Curtis hanged himself. Uh, what is going in, Macclesfield. in Joy Division? That's where strong from. Was he? Yeah, he hanged himself in um, in Macclesfield. Ooh,
3: ooh.
0: Um, before we go, what's going in the sim bed, Mark? Uh, I just John. You go first.
1: You've got. A I really thought you were going to put one. John in. I want to put both of you in. Actually, after that was last, last week before yeah.
0: performance. Never no, this week. That was so last week, Mark.
1: Yeah, but I didn't have time to do it last <laughs> week, so I'm doing it now. You two. <laughs> no,
2: we'll we'll go in last week. But
1: I'll take you back out again.
2: Okay, yeah, take it. That's what <laughs> I'm going to put, put you in up, for a little bit. The caliber of guests at the Challenge Cup final. So, we used to have a member of the Royal Family there. Mm-hmm. And then, all due respect to the guests that are there now, the great, fantastic. Who were they? Well, I don't particularly know, but you used to have the. There's nobody of note there, is there? Andy Burnham. Andy Burnham. He'd be a good Eddie guest. Her? Manchester Mayor, Eddie Hanzel. Andy Andy Burnham would be a good guest, wouldn't he? Mm. He's the president of rugby football. What I'm saying is we've gone from having members of the Royal family there attending to... Jim Royal. Regional regional celebrities. (laughs) Okay, so we're putting all the the Royal box, basically, from last (laughs) week. Yeah, everybody. Whoever's Um, in there, you're in.
0: And guest suggestions are allowed, by the way. Andy Burnham's a great one. Uh, Tweet in. Keep the weird questions coming as well. Andy Burnham... Bradley Wiggins. We've not got long before the season ends. That people want to get. on I don't on.
1: think Wiggins is coming on. here I think he's
0: discussed it with Johnny Vegas and the boss. said yeah, mm. I don't think they got on last time we saw them together. But um, anyway, Johnny Vegas is a wanker. We've already said that. So I don't want him on. But uh, I said that twice. Um, suggestions are available, and we will see you, Mark. Before we go, are you happy to be back? I feel better than I did when I listened to episode twenty-eight. Yes. Do you feel better than when you when you came into my flat an hour or so ago?
1: Mm. That was a bit off you. I think yeah. you could
0: sense that as well. well and You did promise us that hug, so why don't we, John? Just have a little. No, hug I, just, to finish. I just don't treat my friends like a piece of shit. No, no. Shame, we, we, which we, you t-
3: ow! <coughs> oh, oh, Mark. We've all, shh,
0: don't swear. We've all said so. Let's just have a group hug to finish it. John, just, have a, just get Mark. Let's just have
2: a group hug to finish He doesn't like being touched by men. He gets us different.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> don't touch my ears. I'm like war enough of something about Come my back. back here.